Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand. Oh, just getting started. What? What? What's new? What are you doing, Hafe? Oh, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio One Hundred Four Point One. El Hafe and J Dubs inside the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. It is Friday night. It is. And it is time for you to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, call in. Be on the radio, be somebody in the hideout. Be heard throughout Central Florida. That is Chuck, the executive producer of the hideout. Man's the AOL Instant Messenger, which you can uh, hit us up on at any time. Real Radio Hideout. That is Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman, the director of the hideout, in charge of the oh, talk. Tommy. In charge of the talk and roll controls and responsible... For the uh, content on the hideout page on realradio.fm. There's actually some new stuff up on the DC pages. Some, oh, cool. Uh, stuff that maybe some of us don't want to be seen. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Gibbs, the Chunks un- especially. Gibbs, the unpaid producer, is here screening your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. He is also the host of the Hideout Headlines game show. You heard the headlines on the Phillips file. You can turn them into prizes. Here in about 15 minutes, World National Local Sports Entertainment will be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. You uh, call it. In fact, you can go ahead and get lined up now. Yeah, if you want to. That seems to be the trend of people getting lined up early, waiting on hold for about 10 minutes to guarantee themselves a spot uh, in the Hideout Headlines game show. Uh, Matt Albert is here. He is the uh, third mic in the Hideout. Loved by all. And Mad Matt Mateo. Is also here. He is uh, running security tonight <laughs> for the uh, open door. It is Friday night in the hideout. That means the uh, open door policy is in full effect from 10 until 11 o'clock. We open up these mighty doors uh, at the Clear Channel compound for you to come on up and enjoy the show uh, live and in person. So if you're looking for something for free to do tonight, something fun, all of the heretics come up here. Uh, we've had upwards of, I think, 35 to 40 people at one time. And uh, that's why we now have security <laughs> uh, doing this thing. And uh, afterwards, we all go out to an undisclosed location uh, that only the people up here know about. And we all drink and have a good time and get to know each other. So that is the open door, and that is the fourth hour of the hideout. The big thing that happened during the open door tonight, J-Dubs. Yes. C.J. Herichick, a beautiful 20-year-old blonde chick who likes monster truck shows and rock and roll, is looking for a date to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Classy. This is Jake the Mechanic. <laughs> That's her ex-boyfriend, by the way, who's a heretic. 
she has I'll torque your nuts for free. She has tickets. <laughs> she has an extra ticket, so we're gonna do the dating game with CJ. And she is gorgeous. I think I think there's a picture of her on hereticshideout.com under hair chick. Yes, uh, she's on there. And also too, in my hands, I hold I believe it is now seven tickets. Three player three pairs plus one extra of tickets to the hottest show in town, the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Sold out. You can get your tickets here though. We um what ends up happening is sometimes people don't pick their stuff up when they're supposed to and they go back into the general population. And we have the tickets for you, my friends. The only way you will win them is by coming up to the open door policy tonight. Yeah, because we can't send them out. The show's tomorrow. Exactly. So you have to be able to come up here from 10 to 11 o'clock to try to win your uh, tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Now, Gibbs, the unpaid producer, you want tickets, don't you? Yes, sir, I do. What have you decided you want to do in order to earn tickets from the hideout? Because we don't even get give stuff to the producers. Everybody here on the show has to win stuff. From Real Radio. Um, I decided uh, the only thing that I can do to earn such a prestigious prize is to stunt tonight. All right, what are you going to do? What stunt? Uh, self-inflicted clothesline, which involves me running into Matt Albert's arm, blindfolded. All right, so you, in order to, now, is this for one ticket? Um, fortunately, it's looking like I'm going to have to do it once for every ticket I want to get. All right, so for each ticket, here's what's going to happen. Matt Albert. Third mic here in the hideout, six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin with balding hair and uh, graying hair. It's quite a resume he has. He will stand up and stick his arm out to the side. Mm-hmm. Gibbs will blindfold himself. I say with his T-shirt. I say you do it in your undies. All right. Don't so- call him his undies. Whatever. His panties. His skivvies. (laughs) And you will self-inflict a uh, clothesline with Matt Albert. Now, how far back is he going to be running from? I would would say at least uh, seven feet. Get a seven-foot running start right into uh, Matt Albert's arm. Hmm. I don't want whatever he wants to do. I don't want him to say, hey, I did it, and just uh, step back three feet. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's definitely. I, I think he should get a jogging start. I do like Definitely. that idea. Uh, the question that I had is, does Matt Albert move towards me, or does he stay still? No, I think he stays still. Well, I think he lunges a little bit right when it happens. And he but... flexes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of padding, but I'm sure there's some muscle up underneath there. I've seen those, I've seen the alleged arms, which are the size of most women's uh, thighs, um, whenever he's lounging around the hideout off-campus housing. And uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot of meat that you're going to end up hitting. The funny thing about Matt Albert is uh, he wears like the normal fat guy uniform of the uh, the shirt with the arms cut off. <laughs> fat guy uniform. Every fat guy wears that. For some reason, they don't like the arms on uh, the arms of their shirts on. Okay. Um, all right. I'm getting this from Bong Swap. Matt, scalp the tickets. Don't be dumb. Uh, scalp the tickets. We're gonna give them away, but that's at the open door, right? The people are kind of paying for them, with, uh, especially Gibbs. Yeah, Gibbs, I mean, he's an intern, he has to earn them, and you also, too, have a chance to earn them tonight during the open door policy. Also, uh, J-Dubs, this evening, I found some great audio of women trying to explain why they hate sex with their uh, partners, either their husbands or their boyfriends. I found an interesting piece on CNN.com about teen virginity. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a long... Uh, clip, but I think it's worth it. 
We are bringing back in the hideout door prize blowout. You can't win. Matt Albert's game. You can't win. And that is always a fan favorite. At least it was when he was down here for the summer. Uh, that's in his likable stage, though. Yeah, that's, that's true. Past. Uh, Fred Savage apparently was hanging out in a gay bar. We'll give you details about that. For those of you who don't know, that's Kevin Arnold from the Wonder Years. Yes. Ha- uh, myself and Dubs had maybe the most um, open and on- honest conversation that we've ever had with each other mm-hmm. on the telephone this morning. We're going to share that with you. Dubs made a startling re- revelation to me. Really? You, you were startled by it? I was a little taken aback and kind of worried. However, the whole time we were talking, I was pooping. Well, that doesn't help. I was sitting on the toilet. I thought those were uh, those were grunts of uh, sympathy. Sadness? No. I just started a new diet pill, so, you know, I'm a little dehydrated, therefore it's a little bit tougher. We will share that. And then uh, the Oprah... Uh, the Oprah. She is everywhere. And if you have not been uh, paying attention to everything that's been going on, mm-hmm. we will kind of get you caught up with why Oprah is all over the news yeah, and why this a, is such a big deal. Yeah, she's in the news uh, over being mad at someone. So, All right, so it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. As you can tell, we have a lot to get to. I am very. And by the way, coming up in just like five minutes, we will do the Hideout Headlines game show. Here's what I'm very excited about. I, today, made a trip over to the Wholesale Furniture Market, had a little meeting with Big Dog Steve over there mm-hmm. about an idea that we had that we would like to do uh, coming up with the Super Bowl. And he was, not only was he completely cool with it, uh, by the, the Wholesale Furniture Market 436 in uh, Castleberry, right over by the Sam's Club, not only was he completely cool about it, he went above and beyond for future endeavors for the hideout. But right now, I'd like to focus on what we're going to do next week, J-Dubs. Next week, here in the hideout, we're going to bring back the quarter past the hour qualifier. Okay. The wholesale furniture market has given us, and I sat in it, and it is badass, a beautiful, overstuffed recliner. I mean, it is, uh, it's, it's big, it's comfortable, it is just, it is a, and it is... I'm not going to lie. So it's like the perfect chair to watch the Super Bowl in. Exactly. It is a great recliner. It is incredibly comfortable, and it is valued uh, at nearly $900. All right? So they have given this to us to give away. Okay. Here's what we will do. Next Monday through Thursday, in the hideout and in the hideout only, you will get qualified at a quarter past the hour. So that means 7.15, 8.15, 9.15, 10.15, quarter past the hour, Monday through Thursday, you will get qualified to win the recliner from the wholesale furniture market. Now, here's how you will win. On Friday, we are bringing back something that we have been doing. I guess this is probably going to be the third year now? Yes, this is the third annual. Third annual Bowel Bowl. What happens is Matt Albert on Friday will be fed some sort of a meal. Like he's a dog. <laughs> that is that will glass. You know what? That's not a bad idea. He'll be uh he'll have dog food. That oh. will uh hopefully produce a movement. Yes. Now, in order to spur it on, some sort of exolax or laxative will also be given to him. And a lot of it. There's going to be a, a lot of uh, laxatives, a lot of food going into his body. Not like regular roughage food. We'll get him like uh, Mexican food and uh, all this other stuff that makes you want to poo. So anyway, what's going to happen 
is whoever gets qualified Monday through Thursday will get a time slot for Friday. 7.01 to 7.15, 7.16 to 7.30. Just Just like basically a square. Exactly. Uh, A little block of time will be yours, and uh, you'll be able to kind of... I hopefully win the uh, the chair over at the wholesale furniture market. The way you will win is if you have your name on that square, mm-hmm. and that is the square in which Matt Albert ends up going. And so if someone has like uh, eight fifteen to eight thirty, and uh, Matt has to run to the bathroom and drop a deuce at eight twenty, that person, John Q. Public, will win the uh, the uh, chair. The third annual Hideout Bowl Bowl to win you a recliner, uh, thanks to the wholesale furniture market. Right here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Last year, uh, the last two years, we've done it for fun. Mm-hmm. There was never a prize involved. We just wanted to see what, how fast we could make them poo. Now we're actually getting badass prizes to give away to you guys. So, again, you don't really have to do anything except get qualified next Monday through Thursday at a quarter past the hour. Chunks, do we have the sounder? Is that already in? So we can. Now, you're not getting qualified now, but I just wanted to play it so you guys know what to listen for next week. At 750. Call 7 right now at 407-916-1041. Gets qualified for a chance to win a recliner from the Wholesale Furniture Market. Wholesale Furniture Market. Be somebody and stake your claim in the 2006 Bowl with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Again, do not call right now. That will take effect next Monday through Thursday. And thank you to the Wholesale Furniture Market. Quarter past the hour, every hour, Monday through Thursday next week, we will be uh, signing you up for the Bowl Bowl. So anyway, there it is, and I'm completely stoked about that. I'm just going to play with these uh, Super Bowl Motorsports tickets until we give them away during the open door. Okay. Speaking of the Wholesale Furniture Market, they sponsor the Hideout Headlines Game Show, which we will do next on Real Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 live on a Friday night. Remember, we have tickets. I think the only tickets in the building left in Orlando left for the Super Bowl of Motorsports. We're giving them out during the open door policy from 10 to 11. Only way you can win them. Time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Complete bedroom sets from $8.99 on Moors, over 50 in stock starting at $2.99. Wholesale Furniture Market, over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture at 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road, 436 in Castleberry next to Sam's Club. Uh, 407-332-1314. I was over there today. They have some great stuff, great prices. Go see our buddies at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host, Gid. True, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. The unpaid producer, Gibbs, is your host. People have been waiting patiently since the beginning of the show. Let's get to it. Ladies first in the Hideout. We'll go to Badonkadonk and Castleberry. Which category would you like, Badonkadonk? Uh, let's go with entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibby. All right, hey, entertainment is true or false. Aaron Spelling is facing a sexual harassment lawsuit from a former nurse who accuses Spelling of groping her and asking for sexual favors during her employment. True or false? Uh, let's say true. You're correct. It is very true. Good job, uh, Badonkadonk. All right, so it was a nurse? Yeah, Charlene Richards. And was this during, like, sponge baths, or... That's what it sounds like. It sounds like she was the sponge bath giver, and he got a little carried away. Now, now, are old people usually forgiven for... Yeah, usually if an old person will grab the ass of a young lady at, like, uh, 
even a strip club where you aren't supposed to touch, they, they just laugh it off, giggle. Now, here's what's the funny thing. Old people know what they're doing. Oh, of course. Old guys know that they can get away with it. You know, I don't think it's because they think they're senile or anything. I think uh, women and people think this person's like, been through hold it all. On, hold on a second. I like what you said. Women and people. Because <laughs> women aren't people. True. I like it's women and people. I'm sorry I had to lay it out there so bluntly to you, but yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> that wasn't completely Freudian. But, uh, yeah, they. I think people think that uh, that they are pay, they've already paid their dues, they've gone through it all. Let them have a little feel every once in a while. It's so funny, too, because uh, during our promo meeting, uh, one of the sales ladies had a birthday, and they did a kind of a surprise birthday cake for her. Mm-hmm. And as soon as like it was announced that it was her birthday and she was eating cake, she got real bitchy. And then... Was using the excuse of "I'm old, I can say whatever I want now." So, uh, happy birthday, Patty. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. It's true though; it's a complete true story. And she was like, "You know what?" And I don't think she, she's a nice lady, but she was like, "I'm old, I can say whatever I want." And she even kind of she didn't get into it with Russ, but they were talking <laughs> about something, and she's like, "Well, I'm old, I can say what I want to." And he was like, yeah. oh, "All right, whatever." Um, let's go to uh, Dan and Mount Dorian next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. World, national, local, or sports, Dan? Sports. All right, here's sports All with right. Gibbs. Dan, sports is fill in the blank. This safety for the Washington Redskins faces up to 46 years in prison after two additional assault charges were filed against him today. My guess is chunks. <laughs> nope, not chunks. Sorry, Dan. It was actually Sean Taylor, safety for the Washington Ooh. Redskins. All right, very talented, crazy though. He also wasn't he taking uh, their first uh, round last year? Uh, a couple years ago. Uh, a couple years out of the University of Miami. Nice, Shocker. Nice little contract too. These mm. and he they hadn't lived up to yet. He had, well, yes, actually he has. he has. He's a great player. Yes, but the problem is the DUI he got his rookie year. Yeah, which he got acquitted of. And then this year in the Tampa game, he spit. In uh, one of the uh, Tampa receivers' faces. Misunderstanding. <laughs> and so now, apparently, he's up on assault charges and could, what, face 46 years in prison? Yep, he's going on trial March 20th, and I will be there with my free Sean shirt. Um, are we... Free Sean shirts. Are we going to... Uh, do you think he's going to get convicted, Matt? Because you're a huge Redskins fan. I sure the hell hope not, because he's the only great player we have on the team. He really- what about Arrington? He's That's overrated. the guy who's loved up his, dude, his contract. Oh, God. He's yeah. the most overrated player I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. I, every fan up in Washington loves him, and I can't stand him. You know, the thing is, you just see such flashes of brilliance out of yeah. him. You want to like him, and you 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 think he's really great, and then you'll see him just bite on like the worst exactly. fake in the world. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing, though. Would you take uh, Sean Taylor dubs for your uh, of course. beloved Lions? Of course, because if he gets convicted or anything... He'll be uh, his contract goes away. We don't have to pay him anymore, and uh, it's not like we're going to take a salary hit for here's the thing money out. And that's the problem. No matter what kind of a maniac you are off the field, of if course. you can produce on the field, you have a free pass. Kobe Bryant until you're done playing. You know the mid '90s Cowboys. Look at that. Yeah, there was nothing wrong. We were all clean. <laughs> Leon let another misunderstanding. He was badass. That was a powdered sugar on his lip. <laughs> Let's go to Tony and Altamont. You're in the hideout. World, national, or local, Tony? Let's go with your favorite LFA and local. All right, here's local. All right, local is true or false tonight. I like that's my favorite. I didn't realize. Thank it you, It is. 
<laughs> a reward for information in the mysterious disappearance of an Orlando, Florida woman was increased to $500,000 today as police began day four of the search for her. True or false? It's false. You're correct. It is false. It was only $15,000 for the reward. All right. What's the story on this? Uh, she worked at Westgate Resorts over in Ocoee, Florida. Okay. And uh, I guess she, she disappeared and they're searching a, a condo, sounds like, over by the Millennium Mall. So I guess they're thinking, I guess they found her car over there, and that's where they're searching right now. How long has she been missing? Uh, they started day four of the search today, so she's probably been missing for like five days. Wow, man. Five or six days. And I saw, I thought I read somewhere, maybe on Local 6 or something, or on Wesh, that uh, she was just like out going out to mail a package, like go to the post office or something? Yeah, I guess that's what they, that's what apparently she was doing. And uh, her dad uh, put a pretty... Uh, you know, sad plea out for All right, well, here's the hope, and that comes out all right. Let's go to uh, Tim and Castleberry next up. World or national, Tim? Uh, I'll take nationally. All right, here we go. All right, national is multiple choice. Let's see here. The city of New Orleans could lose up to this amount of its black population if people displaced by Hurricane Katrina are not able to return to damaged neighborhoods. Is it A, 20%, B, 40%, C, 60%, or D, 80%? Uh, crap. I'll take C. Oh, close. It was D, 80%. Wow. Lucky. What? Nothing. What? Are you, what? <laughs> lucky what? Lucky guess? Lucky... I know you didn't mean lucky New Orleans. No, of course not. All right. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Why would I... I hate how your racist mind thinks. <laughs> it's not bad. I didn't say anything racist. You, do, you assumed that he was being racist, so you're racist. Look at him. What? Crack-ass crack. He's pure. Aryan. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the problem. All right, so they're saying as much as 80% of the black people. Yep. It, now, are they saying that mainly because the government hasn't done crap to try to get them back to their homes? Pretty much, yeah. Nobody's wanting to come back to just, like, an impossible-to-fix house. Now, I see, would, would, I, you, would you want to come back? With how crazy everybody's acting down there right now, the mayor's lost it. Everybody's lost it right now. I, I would let it cool down for at least another year before I even try to go back. Here's the problem, and here's what the government's doing. They see this as prime real estate, and they genuinely see this as a way to, quote-unquote, up the property value. So they're, they're purposely taking their time and hoping that people are like, you know what, screw it. We'll just stay wherever we are in the rest of the world. We'll uh, find a home here. rest and, of the uh, nation. And then trying to rebuild New Orleans to something that it wasn't before. That's completely what is going on. And, you know. And then you hear things, too, of now some of these people are beginning to commit suicide. The Katrina people who were oh, displaced. Yeah. I mean, are, well, imagine that. I mean, you thought, okay, we're displaced right now. Everything's going to go back to normal in a few months. And you're still sitting there, and there's no end in sight. Let's go to uh, Johnny in Orlando. You're wrapping up the Hideout Headlines game show with World. All right, Johnny? All right, buddy. All right, here we go. All right, man, it's going to be fill in the blank. And it, the question is, the Prince of Wales warned the British people last night that they are in danger of becoming as blank as many Americans. Repeat it one more time for Johnny. All right. The Prince of Wales warned the British people last night that they were in danger of becoming as what? As many Americans. As terrorized? <laughs> Actually, as fat or obese. Uh, sorry, Johnny. All right. So the wh who was it again that came out? The Prince, Prince of, of Wales. Wales. The Prince of Is that Prince Charles? Yeah. So Prince Charles comes out and, says, <laughs> and warns the, uh, the Brits 
be careful and don't get as fat as the Americans. Pretty much. I love, like, that's what America's known for because the French are also now concerned about being overweight. And the whole thing is we don't want to be like those fat Americans. Well, we should tell uh, our people that uh, to be careful or we might end up as inbred as the royal family. Exactly. Uh, but maybe if you're inbred, you're skinny. I guess so. You're missing all these different uh, inner parts of yourself after a while. Start growing a tail. Big ass ears like uh, Charles has. So they don't want the rest of America to turn around and be like, I look like Mad Albert. Yeah, that's one thing, too, now I'm beginning to really notice. Whenever I'm walking around town, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say where I was. I had to handle, uh, I went over and handled some uh, business that I needed to handle. Um, I don't know. She may listen to the show. I'll go ahead. I'm a little worried. Nah. Why are you worried? I had to go do something. Okay. Uh, I was running errands today, and I had to go pay a bill, Okay. Right, let's just say. And I'm sitting there giving out some information uh, with this lady, and she's just humongous. <laughs> and I'm just looking at her. Like, the whole time I'm looking at her, and I'm thinking, you had to know what you were doing to your body. At one point, I, if you lost 150 pounds, you would probably be hot. But instead... So she had probably some kind of hot face, but just an obese body? But instead, it's just it's stretch marks on her neck. Oof. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, what are you doing? Where? How did it get to that point? What happened? And now, so that's why you got Prince Charles coming out saying, hey, um, leave it alone. Leave the food alone. I love how these uh, these people listen to this guy who has literally no power. Well, he's like he's like the uh, the public speaker. He's the one who's you know he puts it out there for the yeah. Life. But no one voted him in. No one you know. No one really looked at him and said, "Hey, this is a guy we should listen to." He was born into something. Uh, uh, President Bush. Yeah, that too. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Perhaps you've been following the story behind the book called A Million Little Pieces. It was read by thousands, then it was read by Oprah, who recommended it to millions. Well, these days in the book business, if Oprah endorses your book, it is golden for sales. And a lot of people read this real-life story of addiction. Then we learned it wasn't real life at all. A lot of it was made up. Today on her show, Oprah Got Even. Here is NBC's Ann Thompson. But I'm just wondering, why do you have to lie about that? Today, Oprah Winfrey took on controversial author James Fry, the man exposed by the smoking gun website for conning her. I want to know where they write. I think most of what they wrote was pretty accurate, absolutely. Winfrey chose his memoir, Battling Addiction, for her book club. But it turns out his book, titled A Million Little Pieces, was a million little lies. How long were you in jail? I was in jail for, they were right about that, I was in for a few hours, not not the time. Not 87 days? Correct. Okay. The on-air confrontation, a stunning about-face for the talk show host, who just two weeks ago called into Larry King Live to defend Fry against accusations he lied. That the underlying message of redemption in James Fry's uh, memoir still resonates with me, and I know that it resonates with millions of other people who have read this book. That call set off its own firestorm of protest, and now Winfrey says she regrets it. So to 
everyone who has challenged me on this issue of truth, you are absolutely right. To separate fact from fiction, Winfrey grilled Fry on how his girlfriend Lily committed suicide. She, she hung herself. I mean, that, that, that was one of the details I altered about her. I mean, she challenged his publisher. And I thought as a, a publisher, this is James's memory of the hell he went through. At stake was not just Fry's credibility, but Winfrey's. In 20 years, she's built a billion-dollar empire on an army of fans who follow her lead on books, gifts, and life. People buy into what Oprah does, what Oprah says, what Oprah sells, because they believe in her. But she doesn't believe in Fry anymore. And I have been honest with you. I have, you know, essentially admitted to... Lying. But I have been to to lying. Lying. And I think that's Which is not an easy thing to do. Because sometimes the truth hurts. Ann Thompson, NBC News, New York. Ah! Hi, right, welcome back into the Hideout Radio 104.1. It's Hefe Dubs. There's the, uh, the basics of what went down with Oprah that everybody's been talking about. Her versus James Fry. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, Dubs, I know you hadn't really been keeping up with it, and you were wondering, what is this all about? Now that you've heard, what are your initial thoughts? Well, my initial thoughts are, and they probably won't change, um, who cares? Who really gives a damn if this guy lied in a book or not? It's a book meant to inspire people. If it inspired someone after they read it, why does it change after you find out he lied about a few things. Uh, they aren't important things that affect you personally. That is, what you took from that is what he wrote for you to take from it. He wrote for you to get inspired by it. You were inspired by it. Sit there, enjoy it, and don't be a bitch about it. Uh, why do you think it's such a big deal? Do you think it's a big deal because of Oprah? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess... Everybody's been waiting for someone to get one over on Oprah or something. I don't know where this whole thing's come from. I don't know why she's so important. I don't know why people think that uh, just because she says read a book, you should read it. I would never say, oh, Oprah likes this. I'm going to pick it up. But now, see, you wouldn't because you're not in Oprah's demographic. She's talking to women. If someone who... Like we really dug. I mean, you've gone out and gotten stuff because of uh, maybe what you've heard on the radio yeah. or something like that. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going to follow every single book one person tells me to read. I'll look at it. I'll say that does look interesting to me, or I'll look at it and say this looks like crap. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Dubs is a little uh, reared up. He's a little on fire right now, hating on Oprah. Let's go to Kelly and Deltona. More what fans. What do you got, uh, Kelly? Hi, guys. How are you tonight? All right. Good. I, I have to agree with him on this. I am not a huge Oprah fan, number one. And number two, how stupid was this guy to go on TV and get belittled for an hour? Yeah. And that was edited, so he was probably on the show for maybe two hours in front of those people getting belittled. Now, here's, here's the thing, though. He had to, in a way. He pretty... Whenever you're busted in a lie like that, you pretty much got to go back to the source... And you gotta take your licks. You gotta take the beating that you deserve. Why? Uh, oh, I agree. But for Oprah to sit there and belittle anyone is just absurd. I, well, who is she? Who is that woman? And if she's going to quote unquote go out there and uh, put herself out there for a book, 
Yeah. If you're going to put your, your name on the line, research it, bitch. I, well, she did read it, though. <laughs> yeah, she I'm read sorry. it. She didn't research it. All right. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree with Dubs on this one. Who is she? All right. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate Have the phone Have a good call. night, guys. Right, you too. Have a good weekend. 407-916-1041, is, is the problem, though, that this book was listed as a nonfiction and it was a fictional work? Who cares? Well, it, the thing it, is, I mean, it doesn't really matter. If if those lies don't directly affect you, why do you care? Now, because all now, if someone's lying about someone in a book and the person got pissed off because, you know, hey, someone wrote this in this book and it's a lie about me, okay, then you can get mad. But if you're just reading this book and enjoying it for whatever purpose it was put out there for, who cares if it's real or fake? Now, because that happens all the time. Embellishments happen in any autobiography, in any movie. In Reality TV, they splice it up to make it look like something completely different. There is so little in the entertainment industry that is real, including Oprah, you know. But Dubs, I, I mean, you got to maybe he should have put something out there based on true events. Sure, maybe, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter to the. Maybe people should say, okay, I'm not going to buy a book from this guy anymore. But why get so pissed and get pissed off at Oprah? Get pissed off at all these different people when. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, do chill. Well, this is similar to like the whole thing that happened with uh, Dan Brown and the and uh, the Da Vinci Code, because you know it's a fictional work and everyone gets all bent out of shape because people think he's trying to tell it as you know that this is mm-hmm. true, not that it's a fictional work, but that this really happened. So in the book world, there's you know a very fine line you can't cross over. That I think. I the funny thing to me is how Oprah is kind of untouchable, and you hear I think you even heard it in the story about she made billions. Billions on like this, that means something to me. On this empire of trust with her fans, her I like how all of a sudden now she has an army, <laughs> her uh, her legion of house frows, <laughs> and um and now I think that's what she was pissed off most about. You know what I would do if I were her? I don't care. What are you gonna do? Switch over to uh, some other show? No, you're gonna watch me because I'm the only thing on. Yeah, there's nothing else on at four o'clock in the afternoon. You're always going to watch Oprah. It's either that or reruns of Home Improvement. Or Enjoy. The, or the Parkers. Or you can flip over to public access and see an old basketball game. Can you? Oh. I know. You, I used to be able to over in D.C. Oh, you, watch watch the Fairfax uh, high school basketball yeah, game. Yeah, it's usually high school basketball Girls. games. Uh, uh, Jack and Barberville, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Jack? Hey, man. That's what I want to say. F Oprah. <laughs> She's too big for her britches. Who cares what she has to say? You know, and that's what's kind sure of. Sure, britches smell nasty. And that's the other thing that's kind of <laughs> odd too, Jack, is just that. Um, can you imagine being married to her? Well, she isn't. I mean, no one. I mean, Stedman. There's never even been any sort of a marriage. Here's the thing that's kind of odd though. And um, I was listening to Ron Fest today, and Ron Bennington just pointed out things perfectly. Of you know, here, who is she to get on this guy about lying mm-hmm. when she had Tom Cruise on there acting a fool, pretending like his relationship is quote unquote normal and important? Right. Or when she's had the Bushes on and did the most fluff interview ever with uh, the president and the uh, first lady of the United States. She's. She's a person. Here's what here's what Oprah is, and the shows like hers, and it's any of them. They're there for PR purposes. Mm-hmm. They are there to sell um, 
War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Yep. Or Batman Begins with Katie Holmes. No one goes on there for their own good. They go on there to sell. Or these books. You are watching infomercial when you watch these shows. Jamie Foxx. You know, I don't think everything was was uh, completely 100% true in Ray, was it? No. But yet, it's okay, because it's Jamie Foxx and it's a movie. A guy writes a book, and he's now to be crucified uh, in you know in front of the entire world mm-hmm. because of crossing Oprah. Uh, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Always learning something in the Hideout, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I hate hearing an apology. Yeah, the apologies, and you know you really don't want to give it, but you feel like you have to. Right. So. And that, this is the whole thing between Oprah and that author. Which is, um, it's just amazing how one chick can hold so much Or not even chick, but just one person. Over, like, entire groups, groups of people. Well, I mean, she's so important, and her uh, menstrual cycle apparently is very important. All right, Chunks, just kind of go through the rest of these clips, and uh, if you want to even play them continuously in dubs, you can just pause them whenever you okay. want. This is uh, the clips, I guess, from the show of Oprah yelling at this author, James Fry. I have to say it is it is difficult for me to talk to you because I really feel duped. I feel duped. But more importantly, I feel that you betrayed millions of readers and i think okay, you know how how and it's millions of readers who are looking to be entertained yes i mean you don't you don't read one of those books and even looking for hope i mean that's what you think everything in the bible is 100 percent true a lot of people do <laughs> no it's not i hate to break it to you yet people still are willing to look past that for the stories for a message. and the teachings that are in the Bible. It's not 100% true. It is absolutely not. I'm sorry what you were taught. What, what parts are? Uh, most. Mainly the seven days thing. Um, but that's the point. It's, you're still looking to get a message. As long as a big giant was knocked out with one pebble, I'm fine. All right, so this isn't about the Bible. You know, it's such a gift to have millions of people to read your oh, work. What a special gift you gave him, uh, Oprah. Quit being so arrogant. And that bothers me greatly. And so now as I sit here today, I, I don't know what is true and I don't know what isn't. First of all, I wanted to start with, with the smoking gun report titled The Man Who Conned Oprah. And all right, that's, uh, that, that's what pisses her off. That is what this is all about. That, more than anything else, is what this is all about, that someone got one over on Oprah. And she won't let that happen. And guess what? People have been doing it constantly. And usually you're in on it. If it's Tom Cruise, if it's the Bushes, if it's any other person who's running out there, Will Smith, to to uh, push some dumbass movie that they got coming out, or television show. Dr. Phil! Dr. Phil is the biggest con in the United States, you whore! She got one over on us there. Somehow this guy's respected. This It pisses me off he has courtside seats at the Mavericks. Anything she says, all these people go along with it. Hey, everybody should watch Dr. Phil. Oh, really? I want to know where they write. I think most of what they wrote was pretty accurate, absolutely. I think uh, 
they did a good job detailing some of the discrepancies between some of the actual facts of the events. And what they said was that you lied about the length of time that you spent in jail. How long were you in jail? I was in jail for, they were right about that. I was in for a few hours, not... Not 87 days. Correct. All right, what about the people who believe, oh, okay, you know what, the Earth and the universe wasn't created by God in seven days. It just seemed like it was seven days to him, but in actuality, it was seven million years. Maybe him, a few hours, was like 87 days. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's all about the message. Yeah, for some reason, this guy's getting put out there. I didn't even write the book. Yeah, he's been getting killed over this for nothing. Now I'm For gonna. something that really, really doesn't matter. I made a mistake. I mean, what was no, truly... No, you didn't. Don't, what... don't apologize. All right, first of all, though, his voice. Uh, what, incre- what a flamer. He sounds like Jeff Garcia a little bit. <laughs> and now he has the bear stud beard. Yeah. All right, 407 was that person. Um, every one of the people in the book existed. Mm-hmm. I altered things about all of them. I think part of what happened with a number of the things in the book is when you go through an experience like the one I went through, you develop different coping mechanisms. And I think one of the coping mechanisms I developed was sort of this image of myself that was greater probably than not probably that was greater than what I actually was in order everybody to get has through that. the experience. Everybody. Ask any radio personality. Everybody wants to be someone bigger and better and what better time to do that than when you're writing a book about yourself. When are you gonna say how bad you suck in a book about yourself? You're gonna make everything more grand. You're gonna sit there and you're gonna write a story and you're gonna realize, you know what? You're going to want to write a story that people will want to read. I need to spice it up a little bit. Exactly. I'm not going to sell this crap. And anyone who thinks anything in entertainment is at 100% true is so completely fooling themselves. Whether it be with any radio show, any radio show, any, uh, except for this one, by the way. Mm -hmm. Everything here you hear is true. (laughs) Uh, All real. Right. Any television show, any documentary, anything related to entertainment, it is all fabricated in one way or another. Exaggerated, fabricated, it doesn't matter. Just so you will listen, watch, and buy. And you will take something that they're trying to get across to you away from it. you got to know this. That's why I don't even understand why this is such a big deal. Of of the addiction, I thought of myself as... Do the house frows not know that? Do they think that everything is real? They want to. They don't. Th- their whole life is in that house, and they, or their small town, or the little uh, not, convenience store down the, the down the road. Because I honestly think that's part of the problem: is that people want something to be grander. They want there to be this big thing going on in other people's lives that they can hold on to hope about or live vicariously through. That's why they like soaps. It's true. true as being tougher than I was and badder than I was, and it, it helped me cope. And uh, when I was writing the book, I, instead of being as introspective as I should have been, I clung to that image. I was really behind this book because so many people seem to, to have gotten so much out of it. You mean the way you were really behind Ray, the way you were really behind 
War of the Worlds, the way you were really behind, what was the uh, hitch? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Oprah. You were really behind this, like you were really behind those. She acts like she wrote the damn things. I know. Clay in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Clay? All right. All I gotta say is Oprah should be one to talk about lying because people lie to her every day and tell her that she looks skinny and she looks great. Yeah, that's the other thing. Too. Oh, Oprah, you look fabulous today. Uh, Do you hear how crazy her fans go when she walks onto that stage? Oh, Oprah, you're so funny. Oh, Oprah, you're so enlightening. Oh, and that's the biggest lie. That bitch is not funny. There's nothing funny about her. I love, uh, thank you, Clay. Never laughed once during the Oprah show. And whenever she tries to get a laugh or tries to get a pop, she always goes back to the stereotypical kind of uh, uh, head-shaking, yeah. kind of stereotypical black thing. That's right. Girlfriend. Right. Oh, no, you didn't. And I believed in the fact that so many people were. But now I feel that you conned us all. Do you? I don't. Feel like I can't. Told the story. You don't. Guys. No. Why? <laughs> because I, I, I still think the book is about drug addiction and alcoholism, and nobody's disputing that I was a drug addict and an alcoholic, and it's about the battle to overcome that. It certainly hasn't been a great couple weeks for me. Yeah. But I think I come out of it better. I mean, yeah. I feel like I came here, and I have been honest with you. I have essentially admitted to to, to lying. lying, and I think that's which is not an easy thing to do. No, it's not an easy thing to do in front of a audience full of people and a lot of others watching on TV. I mean, yeah. if I come out of this experience with anything, it's being a better person and learning from my mistakes and and making sure that I don't repeat them. Now, all right. I want your reactions. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's the Hideout Row Radio, one zero four point one. Facts of Oprah's menstrual cycle. Oprah's cycle is a leading cause of global warming. Facts. Oprah's cycle has been known to heal. But be careful. Oprah's cycle giveth, Oprah's cycle can taketh away. Fact. With one flush of Oprah's cycle, it can give birth to 30,000 chud kids in the sewers of Chicago. Fact. Oprah's cycles have cycles. That was facts of Oprah's menstrual cycle. Powerful. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Friday night open-door policy tonight, your only chance to win the last remaining tickets for free in Orlando for the Super Bowl on Motorsports. I actually hold them in hand. And if you want to date a very hot chick, uh, CJ, who's a hair chick, uh, 20-year-old blonde, loves rock music and uh, uh, motorsports. It's tough to rhyme with rock. <laughs> We're going to do a dating game with her tonight. Ladies first in the hideout, talking about Oprah versus James Fry. Dubs, you're livid, aren't you? I'm not a happy guy right now. Let's go to Stacy in Orlando. What's up, Stacy? Hey, I totally agree with you guys. I am livid, too. Uh, normally, I am an Oprah fan, but I just felt so bad watching this guy sitting up there. I feel like he totally got railroaded, and he just became a, bit, a scapegoat for this whole shenanigan that's going on here. Do you think it was more of a scapegoat thing of Oprah now has a safe face? Because I got a interesting IM on Real Radio Hideout from K-Mike, who was... Uh, he was like, the whole interview sounded like a setup. That yeah, she wasn't I, really mad at him. She just wanted to play the part 
so that he got the chances to give the excuses and the whole I'm a better person now, so they both come out looking good. Well, I, I kind of agree with that, but I don't think he came out looking good at all. Yeah, no, no. He, he went up there and basically got castrated. In exactly. front of all those women. And he looked like it, too. I felt so bad for him. Well, you hear his voice. He may have actually genuinely been castrated. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Stacey. Appreciate okay. it, sweetie. Hey, he might not have come out looking too good, but I guarantee you he'll sell a lot more books now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now I want to read it. If anyone has it, let me borrow it. Maybe I'll give it back by the end of the year because I'm not too good at reading. <laughs> Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Yeah, what up, what up? Hey, brother. Man, that bitch is the Antichrist, dog. I'm telling you right now. All right, why do you think so? Well, I'm Puerto Rican, and Oprah in Spanish means Antichrist, you dig? <laughs> I did not realize I speak Spanish. I didn't realize that, man. No, you don't. Oh, I can understand. Um, now, I, I've watched the Oprah show before, and I can't say that I hated it every time I watched it. Sometimes I get annoyed and everything because it is, uh, and mostly it's usually the crowd, whenever she gets a pop out of something that totally sucked. And that's when I really get pissed. But it's not a terrible show. You hate women. That's the thing. I hate a group of women. A woman alone? Fine. I love a group of them? Idiots. I love them. I'm a feminist, and I think they're all great, especially in numbers. Greatest conversations you'll ever have with a group of women. I'd like to light one of them on fire. No. Yeah. You sit there, and you learn about life and experiences. Women have so much to teach us. Like what? That's why they're our mothers. Yeah, and they usually do a really good job of raising us. Yeah. That's why we are uh, so sane and not, you know, messed up in the head. Come on, your mom was a janitor? Yeah. And she raised you to be the person you are today. And before that, she worked in a factory. And before that, she was a bartender. And look, she still raised you and still loves you despite what you do in Walmart bathrooms with young children. I bathed with lights off, for God's sakes. What are you? What just announcing things? Are you proud? Well, if uh, what does that, raised, what is that? What does that have to do with the conversation? If I was raised, all right, I wouldn't be bathing Backed with ice on. Backed up mo. I don't even know what that has to do with the conversation we're having. Eric and Orlando uh, actually knows Adam and Lakeland. What's up, Adam? Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, Duke. Yeah, man. This whole Oprah thing. This isn't about Oprah. You know, like sorry for her fans and stuff like that. This is about Oprah being Oprah and being able to make more money. She's been able to get so much more publicity because she actually sure. got duped once. And I don't see where this guy comes off, you know, being like, oh, well, it's me. The part at the end where she got to, like, pick him back up and set him back on the right track, how many more books is he going to sell because of this? I didn't even know about this book until I saw this guy like Larry King and the next week knew he was going to be on Oprah getting torn again. It's just complete, like, hypocritical. No, I hear you, Adam. Thank you. And, uh, first of all, we don't watch Larry King. That's the other big question. All right, Uber Dude writes to Tommy. Team Winfrey doesn't have anything on Team Bateman. True. All rights reserved. True. The thing that you two got going on. It's uh, more than just us. It's it's a whole... Those are just the spokesmen. That, no, that seems like it's a party of two. You no. <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. And I record Larry King just because I like watching frogs talk. Uh, <laughs> and I enjoy Welch's grapefruit. Let's go to Eric and Orlando. Have some prostate. Ecstasy. Uh, what's up, Eric? Hey, uh, Oprah OG and Apology has said, my wife reads uh, her magazine, and she gets all these stupid lies and ideas about how our relationship has to be so cookie-cutter and perfect. Now, so I think Oprah owes me an apology. Now, here's the funny thing, too. How great's Oprah's relationship with Stedman? That, yeah, no kidding. That's a real good one. Uh, it, Imagine being Stedman. Why do I have to? I'm oh. imagining it right now. See, like I'm hitting buttons here on the yeah, board. Yeah, he has a baby. 
and his uh, and his, and his Steelers are in the Super Bowl. It's great. Could you imagine being that far below what your wife is? I mean, uh, like I, I've been there. I can understand, you know, a, a normal high low, but that's like the highest and lowest you can get. Mm. Try being a part time DJ. Uh, I have four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight. Better than a wedding DJ. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Oh, I was there for two. Uh, oh God, that was the worst time of my life. I haven't ever. Have I talked about that before? I don't think so. All right, we'll get to that at some point <laughs> in our career. Write that down. For some time, we have nothing to talk about. Let's go to uh, Kevin and Kissimmee here in the hideout. What's up, Kev? I just wanted to tell you guys I don't appreciate you uh, talking smack about Oprah. Um, it's, you know, if you're uncultured and you don't understand it, you should just not talk about it. Um, I really appreciate Oprah. And All right, beat it. No one cares about you. Uh, that was Tommy calling from the back. <laughs> That's why I looked over. What are you talking about? <laughs> I never call him from the back. It had that hand over the phone thing. What are you talking about? Dude. Oh, he's good. Actually, it sounds like him. Yeah. That's why I thought it was... Uh, let's go to... Blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Let's go to Darren. Darren in Daytona. What's going on, Darren? Hey, man. I, I, I don't understand why you guys are defending uh, this this writer. What kind of self-respecting writer goes on Oprah not one time but twice to defend some book, man? We all know she's a piece of crap. Well, here's the thing, though. He's just trying to sell books. Yeah, I mean, it's the smartest thing you want to do if you want to sell something, go on Oprah. But you... You don't have to sell yourself out completely for it. You went on there, you sold your books. Don't go on there again. That's what the, that's what's the most like disturbing about this is that there was an arrangement. I wrote a book. You're going to help me sell the book. We have an arrangement. We're selling books together. We're selling. I'm giving you an hour's worth of content for your show, for your house frows, in order for you to help me push some now, books. Now, does she get a cut of the that book money when she puts it on her list? It's very possible she does. I, I would imagine. Know. All right, people are asking me, does CJ have a MySpace profile? Yes. I'll put her in my top eight. I'll do that during the commercial break. Because she's the one we're giving away the date with coming up tonight. Um, let's go to uh, T-Dog. T-Dog, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Yeah, guys. Kind of sick of hearing about Oprah. I'd really like to hear you guys talk about Truck Heaven USA some more. Because uh, I think it's a pretty cool uh, place to shop uh, to get a truck at. T dot, does T stand for Tommy? Uh, it could, but it doesn't. It stands for a uh, tough guy. <laughs> All right. Thank and uh, go buy a truck. Truck happened USA. All right. Thank you. I agree. Tommy dog. 407-916-1041. Dan in New Smyrna, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dan? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Hey, What's bro? up? I was just commenting on that book. When, when I read it, I was going through some difficult times and it it hit me pretty hard so i went out and i got a damn tattoo on my wrist um about one of the sayings that's in the book and then i find out that you know half the stuff isn't true but i'm stuck with a tattoo on my wrist no the tattoo still what has was, the same message though. what was the saying well, let me read my wrist it says hold on now here's the thing though why not still believe in the message of hold on i do but it's I mean, I completely still believe in it, but right. it, it takes on a different character now. I see. I here's the thing, and um, 
I no, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, and I, I'm glad because I guess it, you've cleaned yourself up. I don't know, or you're, or you're trying to. And to me, it's the same. Again, I go back to the whole thing with the Bible, where you need a message. You found a message that you can relate to, whether it be through music, through a book, whether it be through, you know, spirituality, whatever it is. You found the message, and something in that message clicked within you to say, "Hey, this makes sense. This is going to help me." Whether it be true or not, the message, if you still believe the message and the message makes sense to you, I think you still i think you still roll with it. I yeah, think, I don't see any problem there. I, you know, yeah, I agree. I, one, one more thing. There was a, a guy that I worked with who had a pretty serious drug problem, and I gave him a copy of the book before all this came out. He read it, and once he got done with it, he personally thanked me because he said it changed his life. And 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 that's the reason why she picked this book up because uh, she got so many emails about it. And this this book worked this way for so many people, whether it be fiction or not. If it changed your life for the better, I think it's okay. So, I just hope it has the same effect after you know all this backlash. You know, people can still pick it up and take something out of it. Whether or not, and you know, here's the thing too. I've seen, I've heard people who have watched movies, mm -hmm. who have watched movies about drugs, whether it be something like Requiem for a Dream. I don't know if that's based on a true story or Train Spotting. You know what I mean? Any movie they see, and they're like, "Wow, I can relate. I have a friend who's like this character, and I want to try to clean my friend up just because of something they saw in a fictional movie." So people, right. people get inspired all the time. Whether or not you feel like you were duped, as long as you still feel like you were inspired in some way to change your life for the positive, I don't see where it's a bad thing. And I wish you luck, Dan. We'll take a quick break and come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, here's Kevin from Kissimmee calling back. I guess I cut him off. He's an Oprah Winfrey fan. Kevin, you there, Kevin? Apparently not. No, Kevin. Uh, let's go to our buddy Nightmare Dave. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dope. Yeah, I guess I, I just wanted to comment on that guy, Kevin, that, that he's got to be a total mole because Oprah Winfrey is such a skag. I hate that woman. She she messed up my first marriage, something awful. <laughs> really? I, 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 yeah, when she put out her, her book like seven or eight years ago, my marriage was a little rocky, and then all of a sudden my wife was like, hey, why aren't we like this? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah. you're I, kidding me. No. I, she just, all of a sudden she wanted our relationship to be like what the what the hell Winfrey said that it should be like. All right. I, what? I, what'd you call her? A skag? I kind of like yeah. that. <laughs> um, Winfrey's a total skag. I hate her. Um, now, here's the thing, though. Uh, so what was it that your chick was saying, hey, we need to be more like this? By the way, Oprah, who's never been married. Yeah, it, it uh, a lot of it was just like to be the, the more of the touchy feely guy because uh, back then you know, your name's younger, Nightmare Dave. So uh, how are you going to be touchy feely? <laughs> By touchy feely, do you mean uh, fist and elbow or what? <laughs> no, uh, just more. I guess you know, uh, uh, you know, a little bit more. I guess kind of like uh, you have it with the. What do you want feminine. me to listen to you? Is that what you're saying? You want me to listen? <laughs> no, I don't want Take you to listen to me. You can do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly. I'm sure. Is that what your chick's saying? You want me to listen? You know, that's what you're saying. You never listen to me. You never. You know. Yeah, she just she just felt. Like, I guess I wasn't uh, paying enough attention to her, her feelings, but just, yeah, at the same time, she. You know why? Because they don't matter. And yeah, you have a penis. Exactly. You have a penis. You need to be paying more attention to. You talk to that. 
and it'll get back to me. You'll not attend. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Um, Dubs. Yes. So, do you feel any better now? Like things like you're now you're on Oprah's side, and that I'm, she was right. I'm not on Oprah's side. Are you sure? Positive. I thought you were transformed. Like uh, this uh, Oprah show, like kind of turned you around, and now you're a big fan of hers. I've I've said it before. I've watched Oprah. I've enjoyed it. But I'm not a big fan of her. All right, so does, now, is this whole thing, now we're sitting here ranting and raving, Do have we fallen for it? Was this whole thing a setup? You know what, I, I can see it being a setup. I can, it definitely helped her out no matter what. And it also, you know, she does this once or twice a year. Last year with the cars that she gave away, uh, she gave away those, uh, those Pontiacs. And I then, forgot about that. And then three weeks later, there's a big scandal on people having to pay the taxes on the cars, which I'm sure she wanted out there so people would watch and see what her reaction to that is. I completely forgot about the you get a car, you get a car, no, you get a car. Everybody gets a car. And yet these people just, I can't They even. eat it up. So it is. Now I'm convinced. It's a complete bit. You know, it, it, She's skitting in her own way. In the Oprah way. Wow. Yet, that's what's amazing, though, is that still, even then, all this power wielded. Yeah, and so much power that people read her book, and or any kind of book, and take it word for word just because she said so. Well. She's infallible. So are we, though. At least I am. There is something about you, Dubs. In like a very pedophile kind of way. What? Dr. Feminine, you're in the hideout. Yeah, let me uh, help you guys out here. As a guy who's very in touch with his feminine side, mm-hmm. I can tell you about these broads. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, when they're watching Oprah, they're, 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 they're not talking, right? Right. They're watching television. Right. They're reading their book. They're not talking. They're watching television. It's true. This is the best thing that happened to you guys. Yeah, but right when that thing, up. right when that show goes off or they close that book, their yapper is going more than ever. Yeah, here's the thing. That's they... why you buy the magazines. That's why you buy all the books. <laughs> Come on, you, you, what's the matter with you? It's too not. <laughs> the problem is that it gives them more to talk about. I say we stop them from reading altogether. We stop them from reading. Here's what we we, uh, we unplug the TV, and uh, maybe you know we uh, let them watch. Uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, one of the uh, soft listening to channels on the uh, on the satellite. You know, you just give them a little music to listen to, something they can work to, and uh, we keep it like that. If we can get them illiterate, and uh, we turn it into Iran and Saudi Arabia. They don't have a bad idea over there. Yes, they do. It's all they really don't. Women, yeah. women are equals. We should get huh? rid of that article in the Constitution that gave them the right to vote too. Stop. The equal thing is the problem I have. All right, let's uh, switch gears for a second with Stamper and Bear Lake. What's going on, Stamper? What up? What up? Hot up? Yo, do. Man, I'm sitting here in the dark because I forgot to pay my damn power. <laughs> what are you, SBK? Are you his roommate? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but anyway, I was sitting there burning one, and I was thinking, uh-huh. you know how if you pull up to a prostitute and you say, well, how much for this or how much for that? That's solicitation, right? Mm-hmm. But what if you pull up to her and say, I bet you 20 bucks 
and then whatever. And she says, well, I'll bet you 20 bucks I will. Well, then you're just paying off a bet, right? That's the illegal gambling, not solicitation. <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, and I think that would carry a less fine. So I, I think you you are onto something there. Just, just a thought for the heretics on a Friday night. Here's the thing. You're brilliant. You're brilliant, Stamper. Good job. Or you just say, hey, uh, I'll pay you $100 for that pencil, and, you know, whatever else happens, happens. I bet you you won't do this. I bet. I'm just thinking something. I'm thinking, you know what? It's going to get dumped. I'll even have to dump myself. What's the point? I bet you it won't all fit. How about that? That's the bet. Oh, yeah? I bet you you'll, you'll need stitches afterwards. <laughs> right. And that's underneath your eye. All right, hold on. All right, here's a hair chick, CJ, who, by the way, we're doing a date with tonight. CJ. Hey. You still in tonight? Yes, I'm going to be there. All right, we're doing the dating game with you. You are in my top eight on MySpace right now, myspace.com slash eljefe7. This is Jake the Mechanic. <laughs> so the guys can see uh, what you're like, and you. this is for you and the uh, Super Bowl of Motorsports. Plus, this we is have, Jake the Mechanic. We have other tickets to give out. What do you want to say about Oprah, though? Um, I just wanted to say, you know how you were talking about, like, women, or Jada was talking about how women just should completely not mm-hmm. read, uh, <laughs> that more women should read things other than that, like, they kind of have it as a crutch. Like, why not read, you know, like, fishing magazines and stuff about... How about manuals? They can read read something about the uh, vacuum cleaner and uh, maybe... Or even, you know, the car and what the car does. Well, I mean, especially, like, like I I can't watch that stuff. I'll watch, like, Speed Channel or something. Like, why? And this is why... um, This is why guys are going to be lining up tonight during the open door to date you. Uh, <laughs> in the hideout hair chick dating game with CJ. One guy even said this. I'll torque your nuts for free. Okay. I don't know what that means. Because <laughs> uh, he's a this mechanic. This is Jake the Mechanic. All right, so <laughs> CJ is in my uh, my MySpace, in my top eight. It's uh, myspace.com slash lhefe7. She'll be coming up tonight. We're going to try to give away a date with her. All right, CJ, we'll see you in a few, sweetie. All right, see you later. All right, in about 90 minutes. Go look at her pictures. She's hot. I'll torque your nuts for free. All right. <laughs> it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up, the Hideout Door Prize blowout winning some prizes. Want to remind you, this Sunday, it is um the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl at the Movie Stop in Orlando as all of the Hideout will be there. This Sunday from noon until 3, there's no football on television. So come out on out. Uh, come on out and participate in the 2006 PS2 Madden Tournament. Grand prize being a PS2 copy of Madden 06, $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, and a coupon for 40 free wings from Pizza Hut Wing Street. Registration is 1130. Uh, tournament will begin right at noon. All of us from the hideout are going to be there. And um, there's going to be food and drinks from Pizza Hut. It's the Movie Stop uh, on Kirkman Road in Orlando. So that's 2438 Kirkman Road, the Movie Stop. And um, the great, we're going to have all those great wings and pizza and drinks and uh, Madden, and there's no football on this weekend, so it's a way for us to uh, all kind of hang out together until we get to the Super Bowl next Sunday. So this Sunday from noon until 3. Uh, so I was working out today, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to go work out, and I'm just shooting baskets to get warmed up, and I nearly almost pass out. 
like I was just I got real dizzy and I got real lightheaded. So were you shooting hoops before or after you uh, worked out? No, I hadn't even worked out yet. So it was before I was getting warmed up to go work out. And I'm lit and the ball felt like it was like 50 pounds and I was just I was real delirious. My head was kind of spinning. And I barely even made it back to my car. And I was worried about driving from the gym back to my apartment just because I was like, man, what if I pass out while I'm on the road or something like that? And I've only felt like that maybe once before. Really? And you've, was, never, uh, you've never really had that pass out feeling in your life? I don't know if I've ever really passed out before, to be honest. So it's not a feeling that I'm ever comfortable with or even slightly remotely used to. The, the worst time I've ever passed out was uh, we were doing family pictures, and I was already sick. But they've made appointments for these family pictures. I gotta go. Uh, I went to uh, do the family picture, standing under there under that hot light that they always have on you, and I fell. My head banged against the ground, bounced a couple times, and um, so I uh, I finally get back and I have some Gatorade and I have a protein bar and, so, and like a banana and stuff, and I just I realized, at least to me, the problem was that I just got done with the ephedra pills, and I stopped taking those. And I talked yesterday about being out of breath mm-hmm. because I think my lungs were used to the ephedra, and so it wasn't there anymore, and so it was making it tougher to breathe. And I've had, kind of had breathing problems in the last, like, 24 hours, 36 hours. Plus, I've been waking up very early, Monday through Wednesday, to take the biker course, and I started some new pills. So, like, all of this, I think, kind of came together at about 10.45 this morning to the point where I was about to pass out very gingerly shooting some hoops over uh, at my gym. So I'm anyway, I'm back in my apartment. I'm just feeling awful. And then I get a call from you. Oh, yeah, I yeah, actually, you know, it was I am. And it, this is like right after I woke up, and I, I didn't really uh, think it was that big of a deal. I was just, you know, making conversation with you. Um, yeah, because we struggle with it. <laughs> so I... I I am you. Uh, hey, what's up? Uh, I told you I wasn't going to drink anymore. I said I'm, I'm done drinking, at least for a while. I, I, I drank out last night out of Patty McGee's and then came back and finished out the show. After I left the show, I had a splitting headache, you know, because it, it's been a few hours since I drank and everything. So I went home, uh, took a couple of Excedrin, and fell asleep, like, right away which is not normal for me because I'm usually up to like 4 or 5 in the morning. I wake up at 1 a.m. after being out for like an hour and a half, and I couldn't fall back asleep, so I'm just trying to figure out something to do. And everything I did, like uh, try to watch TV, try to get online, try to, you know, fall back asleep, wasn't working for me, wasn't, you know, fulfilling me. You know, I, I, I wanted to do something different, you know, no matter what I was doing. And then just this deep cloud of depression came over me. Like, I, I didn't know why. I, I couldn't pinpoint anything that was making me depressed, nothing that was going wrong with me, you know, emotionally. But I had a depression about me that made me want to cry. Like, I, I seriously had, like, the uh, the pressure behind the eyes and everything, and I felt like if I could cry... I would feel better. So I'm trying to think of the saddest things possible. I'm trying to think of uh, family members and friends of funerals I've gone to, 
you know, looking at them in their uh, caskets and everything, anything to try to spur on some kind of tears. All right, now this to me is crazy. Really? The fact that you are, you wake up in the middle of the night depressed, mm-hmm. and then you, you, and I know a lot about your life, at least I think I do, and it seems like everything's kind of going real well right now. Yeah, right now is actually, uh, I'm on the upswing. You know, considering everything that we've been through, especially in 2005, the beginning of 2006 has been pretty good. But you're you're laying there and you're thinking to yourself, I need to cry and you can't cry. Mm-hmm. Now, did you think about your grandpa who died? Mm-hmm. Thought about him. Thought about friends who died through high school. Did you think about Isabel the Hurricat? I thought about Isabel the Hurricat. Nothing was working. Do you feel like yes? You, you can kill my cat. Do you feel like you need to cry now? No, I, I after I fell asleep last night, I woke up and I felt a lot better. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's go to uh, uh, Charisse in Orlando. Hey, hey how are you? Hey, what's going on? Oh, wonderful. I was thinking about everything that he said he took. And I'm thinking, I take Excedrin when I'm trying to stay awake. I know. I'm about to go out. And, and I don't that, take it when that, I'm about to go to bed because it's full that, of caffeine. Yeah, that's the normal thing. Like, uh, I don't usually go to bed till 5 or 6 in the morning anyway. So uh-huh. I pop it at like 11 o'clock, figuring it's not going to matter anyway because I'm not going to bed for another 6 or 7 hours, you know? So I, yeah. I pop that, and it was just so odd that I fell asleep regardless. Right. Well, I, you have the alcohol, which is a depressant. Yeah, you have and, and that's... Then you, <laughs> No, it's true, and I I, I agree with you, uh, Charisse. So you're laying there. Mm -hmm. Did you feel alone? No. Not at all. Like I told you, I had the the depressed feeling, but couldn't pinpoint a reason why I would be depressed. Lion season. Super Bowl's coming up. It was supposed to be their year playing at home. In front of the Super Bowl crowd. I, I have been depressed about not restoring the roar. Here's what could help you cry. Matt Millen. That just makes me angry. Do you want me to try and help you out, Dubs? No. You're the last person I would ask to help me out. You can see me calling you saying, hey, I'm depressed. Is it because you uh, realize that Matt Albert will probably crush you in the Madden tourney that we got coming up this Sunday and you'll have to stunt? Not going to happen. Yes, it will. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I turned on TV one day, and I was like, man, I am so sick of this man crying. And I was just listening. I'm listening. I'm hearing him. So I said, okay, let me take my time and really listen. And here's what it sounds like. Like, man, that, that, that's what it sounds like. A bunch of crying going on. I admit, I do feel like a bitch. All right, it's Friday night in the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Reminding you, coming up there in 10 o'clock hour, open door policy. And we have the last remaining free tickets for the Super Bowl of Motorsports for you to earn. Also, too, it's a date with Hair Chick CJ. 
She actually uh, has two tickets to the uh, Super Bowl Motorsports, and she's going to look for a date if you want to do that. All right, 407-916-1041, J-Dubs last night, um, after being drunk, wakes up in the middle of the night with what he says is the worst depression he's ever had. Mm-hmm. And I know w- why. And wanted to try to cry and couldn't force himself to cry. It's because you tried to ruin loss for him a few nights ago. That's yeah. true. That was depressing. He was swami. That was hilarious, though. I don't know why that would be a problem. No. I don't hear anything. Let's go to Kevin in New Smyrna. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Kevin? Well, check this out. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, buddy. I was calling in regards to uh, J-Dubs' depression. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a bout with it uh, probably about two weeks ago, and I, I thought, you know, that same thing. I wanted to cry, and I just couldn't, you know, and then all of a sudden he just better be aware because it's going to hit him. It's going to hit him all at once, and, I mean, it was the worst crying I ever had in my life. And when I went to the doctors, they said, you know, they diagnosed me with, like, a major depression disorder and, you know, told me to go to depressionhurts.com and, you know, check out that because it was just the weirdest thing. Did you feel better after you cried? I felt a ton better, and actually I had a problem sleeping as well. Now, Dubs, I know know you've also had insomnia yeah i've only been sleeping a few hours a night really so last night actually i got a good a good sleep though after you uh tried to cry Mm -hmm. just passed out from the lack of trying did they put you on pills kevin yeah they put me on uh, a sector no and yeah see that's the thing i I worry about i worry about the pills because depressions happen in life thank you kev all right the highs and lows will make the highs get better you know no i completely agree apparently um we have audio of Dubs last night. Next question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. I'll be... Thank Make you. It easy, man. Thank y'all, guys. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I actually envy the ultimate cryer right there, because I wish I could have gotten that out of myself. You sissy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Justin in Deltona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Justin? Uh, hey, I'm calling about his depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from experience, I'm just kind of throwing this out there. Um, if you smoke pot during the day, and then take a nap maybe later on during the day. When you wake up, you usually feel the effects of the uh, marijuana. And yep. then that could play into, like, alcohol is a depression. He took that with a stimulant and then went to sleep after apparently a huge amount of insomnia. Uh, now, maybe that's it, Dubs. Maybe it's all the weed and mushrooms you do. <laughs> you, you know, the only time I've ever felt this depressed, like it, like it did last night, was uh, one time when you realized I'm your radio partner forever. Well, that's just some, that's like the uh, the staying on the edge and waiting to be pushed off. Um, one time, uh, probably when I was 20, I did uh, ecstasy, and the next day I was completely depressed, and I would I never never touched that stuff again. Like the whole day, I was just down. And I couldn't pick myself back up. 
All right, let's go to... Uh, now, I heard that's a big thing. That's one of the big downsides of ecstasy yeah. is you wake up just awful in the morning like you want to hang yourself. Yeah, I've never done it, but people that do it a lot, they say you feel so good. Why when... are you always trying to sell it to us? What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyhow, they always... You have that fanny pack on filled with it. <laughs> I'm not wearing a fanny pack. Uh, and the glow sticks will be $2 off if you get it now. Wait till next week, the regular price. But you feel so good when you're doing it. Why are you trying to sell it now? What is this, some not... sort of inf- ecstasy infomercial? Put that bag away, both of them. No, I don't want to listen to Moby. No Chemical Brothers today. <laughs> Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Hey, yo, what's up, y'all? Hey, man. Hey, Dave, can I ask you a question, man? Be sure. serious with me, all yeah. right? Um, the reason you were depressed, you had a dream you were Matt Albert, wasn't that? Is that what it was? That two-hour nap that you got, you just realized you're a six-foot-five, five hundred pound, twenty-one-year-old black virgin with patchy and graying hair. And, no, and, that... and if you went bungee jumping, you go straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> See, first time funny, second time not funny, third time funny again. Came back around. I like that cycle <laughs> of comedy. Now I'll tell you this much: uh, when I do sleep. I've been having very vivid dreams lately, and since I've been doing so little sleeping, I have a lot of trouble telling what really happened and what didn't happen. Really? Yeah, a lot of times I'll think uh, I dreamed something and no, it actually happened. Sometimes I'll dream something I'll think, and uh, it'll feel like it you know, did happen. Now, do you think maybe you're depressed because you realize you got a cat instead of a dog? I love my cat. I wish I had a dog, too. Mm. Uh, scratch behind the ears. Make Go. Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Smack Daddy? How you doing? I'm feeling sorry for Dubs here. Why is that? Well, you need to get uh, uplifted. I got a good idea. Why don't y'all hook him up with that chick with those tickets to that... Uh, how about that? How about a mon- not- How about the monster show? Yeah, how about that? How about you just go ahead and bang CJ? What do you well, think? I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, I, I say he does. Well, I'm not going to a monster truck show without her if I'm not guaranteed something. That's what you need. How about just a nice three-way? You, your chick, and CJ. Some strange? Is that is that my uh, my prescription, Doc? That always cures everything. I'll torque your nuts for free. No, Jake, I'm fine. Go play darts with them. <laughs> I heard he's a real good shot. Bullseye. I'm pretty bad. Gason, you're in the hideout on our radio. What's up, Gason? Hey, I just wanted to tell J-Dub that was his way of letting everybody know he's coming out of the closet. It's okay to be gay, J-Dub. It is okay. It's accepting now. Last, maybe like in the 80s, you'd have had to stay in the closet, but now you're cool. I thought I thought coming out feels good. Why does this feel so bad? Hmm. All right, here's, I know what the problem is. Hmm. It's your diet. It's your lifestyle. No, it's not. It's completely your lifestyle. My lifestyle's fine. No, it's the constant pills, it's the caffeine, it's the smoking, it's the maybe eating once a day. It's I, the, I had some nice uh, breakfast hot pockets today. <laughs> they were delicious. It's it's the lack of sex. No, I actually had plenty of sex lately. It's the it's a lot of that. That's what it is. It's the, the insomnia. It's all just your brain chemistry coming back to get you. I don't think you're depressed because there's nothing to be depressed about. Exactly. It's your. It's just. It's your. It's what you're doing to your body. It's to me. It is your. It is a mental way for your body to say, "Hey, you're screwing up." 
Why can't it just be something good like cancer? Why does it have to be depression? Oh, that'll come just, soon. Just give me the cancer. Eventually, trust me. Dubs, man, we need to get that flag football league started up. That'll that'll help. He's not, actually would. He's not talking about that kind of coming out. Oh. But that's what it is. Here's the thing I say. Between me almost passing out today mm-hmm. and you and your uh, pretend depression. It's not pretend. It was real. I don't see any slits on your wrists. If you were serious about it, you'd have done some cutting. If you were serious about working out, you'd do some losing. You're right. <laughs> you ain't playing. Shooting baskets ain't burning any calories. Here's what we do. You and I, we go clean. What do you mean? Together, kick the caffeine habit. I'm kicking the alcohol. That's what I'm doing. Why, why go with the alcohol? The alcohol, uh, that makes you feel good. No, it doesn't. That's my, That was my problem. That was the, uh, you the rarely, X factor. Dude, you rarely drink. I rarely drink, and the one time I get drunk, I get depressed. It's not about the drink. It is. Well, you got to do it tonight, at least. No. You DD now? I'm fi- That's fine. I can DD. I'm telling you, I say we kick the caffeine habit. You can have a blast. I'm I'm not drinking. That's my thing. So you're instead of giving up the smoking, and the pills, and the energy, I barely take pills. and the energy drinks, and changing your diet, you're just going to give up alcohol, which you maybe do once every couple of weeks. Yeah, because that seems to be the problem with uh, at least mentally. What about the insomnia? The insomnia comes from a, the other stuff. Is another thing I have to work on after I kick this depression thing. Do you feel depressed now? No, I'm fine. You should take a Vicodin. Let's yeah. make you feel better. And sleep well, too. No, actually, Vicodin keeps me up. You're doing it wrong, then. <laughs> what do you mean? How do you do it wrong? I thought you just oh, take there's a pill. different ways. Mm-hmm. Get me a needle. No. I'm telling you, seriously. This is what you need to do more than the alcohol thing. In fact, the alcohol will help you sleep. Yeah, that's true. No, because I, I don't sleep when I drink. Why not? I don't like to go to bed drunk, so I stay up until I'm sober. What's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with that. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why? I'm. That's why I don't like drinking. Normally, there's many, many negative effects to it. Normally, I'll have a beer to get to sleep. Just one. While watching Sex in the City or South Park. Mo puts me right to sleep. No, last night was a great one. The Sex in the City. The... I fell asleep too early because I had a beer. Uh. That beard chill your vagina? Nikki in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nikki? Oh, Oh, I'm not the one waking up in the middle of the night wanting to cry myself to sleep. Okay. Mr. Never Been Depressed, I'll I'll go with your advice. (laughs) Go ahead, Nikki. Hey, J-Dub. Yeah. You're right. It's the the alcohol, man. It messes with your head. See, man? It gets your chemicals, your serotonin and stuff. And I want my serotonin. Yeah, it messes it up. And there are some people, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's known that, you know, kids that, like, do the uh, do the ecstasy and stuff, sometimes it can take them 
to that, you know, that point of depression that they feel right afterwards, and sometimes they can't get it back. How about that, Dubs? Maybe somebody slipped you some X. No, I told you that hit me. That's the last time well, that the, happened. The booze can do it too. I mean, and then it messes with your REM sleep, and then you have like nightmares. And I've never heard of anybody being depressed when they're uh, when they drink. <laughs> yeah. <you> naked. <laughs> yeah, you never listen to a country song, have you? It doesn't happen. Never been to Ireland. <laughs> That'd just be depressing. I find this very strange that you drink once in a blue moon, and you think that's where the depression comes from? Well, I drink once in a blue moon, and uh, the one time I drank, I got depressed afterwards. So you have to try again to see if that's what... You have to see There's if that's no what causes there going on. No, he's right. This is an experiment. I'm not experimenting. It could have been I'd anything. rather not do it again, and if, if it happens again without me doing it, then I know it wasn't the alcohol. There's your uh, experiment. What if we buy you drinks? No, I don't want you to buy me anything. Maybe that's, I want you to leave me alone. Maybe that's the problem. You were paying for your drinks. All right, how about this? Who wants to go run and get dubs a six-pack? <laughs> I'm not drinking. How about some absinthe? No. Razor blades? Vicodin. There we go. Now Muscle relaxers. Now we're on the right track. I like how that's going to help you. It will. You feel nothing. How can you feel depressed when you feel, feel nothing? Feel nothing but great. <laughs> Mr. X Norman Beach here in the hideout. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. What's up? Yo. All right. I just want to say, you know, it will completely cure your depression. Hmm. Every time I'm feeling down, I just go completely by myself to a theme park. It doesn't matter which one. Just go ride a good roller coaster by yourself, and that's... you'll feel fantastic. Now, I think that's true because it kind of gets the up, then you see the other fat people walking around, and you realize, exactly. you know what, they're miserable. I'm not laughing. So, but here's the one thing that can make riding on a roller coaster better, and I mean this: a Miller Light. No, no drinking. What is this? Middle school? <laughs> what about wine? Would you drink wine? That's not alcohol. It's grapes. It's grape soda. It's still a liquor, and it still gets you drunk. Yeah, but it's fancy. Especially if you get it in a box. Get a big box of Franzia. Have myself a nice uh, uplifting night. Because that's the greatest thing you can do when you're depressed is buy a box of Franzia. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, listen, first time caller. I got a solution. Mm-hmm. J-Dub, slow your nuts back on, please. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. How about just reattach you, sissy? <laughs> I'll torque your nuts for free. I think you forget. Maybe you're just drinking the wrong stuff. Why don't you go ahead and just try the uh, Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. That can't make you sad. The woman in the moon. All right, time to win some prizes. The hideout door prize blowout. Call right now. We have some amazing stuff we need to give out before the end of the night. Call and be a winner with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Stereotypes do exist. It's the Maury Minute. Twelve months ago, LaShawn's love turned into pure rage and suspicion. LaShawn sits here 100% sure that D.C. is leading a double secret sex life and may have even had a child with another woman. When I went to go kiss him, he smelled like straight You went to kiss him and he smelled different. He smelled like the my 
Before we meet DC, this is what he had to say, okay? I'm here today because my girlfriend in the shine is driving me crazy. When I prove that I'm innocent, this ends today or I'm gone. She's a thousand percent sure that I'm cheating, but I'm not. Okay, let's get the results of the lie detector. DC, we ask you if you've had sexual intercourse with any women behind LaShawn's back. You said no, the lie detector test determined that was a lie. 21. We asked DC if you ever cheated and gotten another woman pregnant during your relationship with LaShawn. You said no, and the lie detector test determined that was a lie. You a liar! Dude, my girls heard you when you said it! They bagged up! What you mean? That was the Maury Minute. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me. So hard, makes me say, oh my lord. Good lord. You me. What am I to rhyme? Too hot. Feet are good. When you know you're down, I see the whole boy from the whole time and I'm known. It's such, and this is beautiful. You can't touch it. How is it? I told Maybe I hadn't really heard this song forever, and still I know the words. This is in uh, Ice Ice Baby and Baby Got Back. Just because I probably listened to it a trillion times when I was in middle school. Did you know all about Prey? Uh, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1, a Friday night. Too legit. 407. Too quick. Yeah, we should do a hammer bumper music night. <laughs> okay, uh, well, we just played all the MC Hammer songs we have. Aww. Son of a bitch. All right, here we go. It's time for the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Uh, coming up, now, by the way, in the open door policy, we will have tickets, the last remaining tickets in town for the Super Bowl of Motorsports. And uh, so you got the only way you're going to win those, though, are to actually come up during the open door. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. Tonight's game in the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, a fan favorite, you can't win. Hosted by Matt Albert. All right, Matt. Uh, you came up with this game show. We did it a couple of times when you were here during the summer. Yep. It was a hit. <laughs> now, during you can't win, you have ten seconds to answer the questions. Is that correct, Matt? Yeah, that's about it. All right, ten seconds. That's all you'll need. If you don't get it after ten seconds, then obviously you don't win. Ladies first in the hideout, we'll go to Tanya and Deltona. Uh, Deltona. Uh, Tanya, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. Here's You Can't Win with Matt Albert. Matt Albert, the question is? Tanya, I'm going to start you off with a sports question. Okay. Uh, Thurman Munson was a catcher for the New York Yankees in the 1970s. He died in a plane crash. I want you to give me the serial number of the plane he crashed in. You've got to be kidding. No, we I'm not. Can we do football? <laughs> Answer it. Um, 707. You're an idiot. Uh, come on. <laughs> you can't win! Alright, so she, uh, she didn't get it right. Uh, what was the answer to that one? It was 501-0110. Okay, looking for the, uh, serial number for the plane that crashed, uh, with Thurman, Thurman Munson. Munson in it. Alright, you can't win in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Hideout door prize blowout. Let's go next to uh, Jimmy and Oviedo. You ready, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, you'll have ten seconds once Matt Albert says the question. All right. Okay. Who's the CEO, CEO of Doordashan, India's national broadcaster? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Pick an Indian name. It's got to be one of them. Habib. No, you're wrong. You can't win. K.S. Sarma. That was almost a gimme. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> K.S. Sarma, well-known, well-liked all over the Indian po- uh, population. All right, 407-916-1041, Matt Albert, do you think you can throw a shutout tonight? Can I go ahead and change the name of the segment to the Hideout Door Price Shutout? Damn right. All right, here we go. You can't win. We'll go over to the Sofa King in Claremont. You ready, Sofa King? I guess so. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. Who is the vice mayor of Hutchinson, Kansas? Hutchinson, uh, Kansas. Give it to me, baby. Um, 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 you ain't gonna get it. Oh no! Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Uh, you can't win. Wow! Dropped it like it's hot. <laughs> now I notice you. Uh, you've woken up now. The yeah. bear is out of the hibernation. <laughs> I'm in my zone. Swatting listeners down. Okay. Like they're bees. <laughs> And who was what was the name of the vice mayor in Hutchinson, Kansas? Uh, David Razzo. Right. Mean, that's simple political science. All right, let's go to uh, Tomcat in Orlando. You're next up, and you can't win on the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. You ready, Tomcat? Sure am. All right, here we go. Ten seconds once uh, Matt finishes. Oh. I have a... What number am I thinking of between one and one million? Seven hundred fifty thousand two hundred twenty-three. Oh, you were close. Eight hundred forty-five. Eight hundred forty-five thousand three hundred twenty-nine. You can't win. Just so you know, I'm pointing my finger at you as I say it to really emphasize the point. You stupid moron. All right, hold on. Now that's kind of a tough question. I'm waiting for Mariner to call. I'm actually. Where is he? How much? Bring it, baby. It's a bit of a tough question when you think about it. I got it right. Multiple choice. That's what that is. Uh, yeah, you have one through one million. Multiple choice. All of these are multiple choice if you think about it hard enough. All right, let's move on. Uh, you can't win. I, here's the thing. I can't wait for the day that someone actually knows an answer and watch you cry. That'll be the day. You know what? We need to get a huge prize for you can't win sometime and just do like an hour of it straight, like with a car for the prize. <laughs> and if anybody can get it right, they win it. Can I, I get it? If I... uh. If you stomp, all right. That's Why don't you not... put your car up? Ugh. Put Why the... would they want that? <laughs> Who wants? No one would call. <laughs> Who wants the topaz? Let's go to Dustin in Titusville. You ready, Dustin? Is Chunk's fat? Ah, uh, yes. So you are. Okay, here we go. Yeah. What was the theatrical release date for The Big Lebowski? Wait for it. In the country of Slovakia. <laughs> what, what year? What date. was the theatrical release date? Oh. Month, day, year. For the Big Lebowski in Slovakia. TikTok? No, you can't say that. All right, that's an automatic disqualification. You can't win because you got dumped, you ass. When was it put out in Slovakia? July 23rd, 1998. I mean, if you know movies, you know that. Tommy knows it. Easy. I, I think I got that question from him. Uh, how many more you can't win questions do you have? I think I have uh, I had thirty when I started off. <laughs> so so do you even know the answer to that? Yes. All right. How about this, Dubs? You want to take a break and come back with more? You can't win. Sure. Because we're running late. 
I'd love to give out a prize, and you can't win. It's going to happen. 407 and Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Vigente! Let's do this damn thing. In the middle of the hideout door prize, what is now the hideout door prize shutout, and you can't win. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. want to remind you, this Sunday, it's the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. The entire crew will be out at the movie stop in Orlando uh, from noon until 3. There's no football on, so come out for the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. Uh, it's a 2006 PS2 Madden tournament. Registration begins at 11.30 a.m. Tournament starting at noon. Player with the highest points will win a PS2, $75 gift certificate to movie stop, 40 uh, wings from Wing Street, and also a copy of Madden in 06. Uh, we got free pizza, wings, prizes, uh, drinks, the whole thing. It's going to be a blast. And uh, also two Wing Street flavors like honey barbecue, garlic parmesan, flamethrower. So that is at the uh, Wing Stop. Uh, no, actually, at the Movie Stop. Movie Stop um, on Kirkman Road in Orlando. All right. You Can't Win, hosted by uh, Matt Albert. And um, so far, Matt, you're pitching a shutout. That's the way I like it. Do you think you have a question that someone might get next? Uh, I eliminate those before they even get... Well, there. Give the uh, give the next person the uh, easiest, easiest question, question you got on there. in your mind. All right, all right. Here we go. Let's go to Kevin in Orlando. You ready, Kevin? I'm ready. All right, here we go. We got ten seconds. Once Matt Albert finishes the question, and this is uh, his easiest question. All right. Okay. Give me the birth name of the fourth king in the Kamahama Dynasty of Hawaii. Birth name. Uh... Birth name. Fourth king. Not the king name, birth name. Oh, damn, the fourth king? I know the third one. Uh, I'm sorry, it's been ten seconds. You can't win. Alexander Lilani. Alexander Liho Liho Lilani. I forgot. Forgot the middle name. I'm sorry. So even you couldn't win. It's an apostrophe. Throws me off. Uh, let's go to Tom. You're next up, and you can't win with Matt Albert. Here we go. Word up. Okay. I like how people are now just dropping off. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the vice president of the Bundesliga team, FC Nuremberg? Vice president, FC Nuremberg. Simple. You got this one, Tommy? Yes. <sighs> TikTok goes the clock of your demise. Uh, what? Sean Penn. You saying something? Sean Penn. Punk. You can't win. Matthias Huber. Always Matthias Huber. I knew Huber. that one. Yeah, good, yeah. Nothing to get. <laughs> <laughs> Matthias, huh? Yeah, Matthias. Great name. Get from God, I think that's what it means. Uh, Matt, <laughs> do you think maybe you have a couple of issues? Issues with who? Women? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? No, just kind of like period, because you created a game, you can't win, we're, we're trying to give out prizes, and you're refusing to well, Maybe if they were smart. I, I think people maybe are smart. Maybe if they thought. The punks. All right, here we go. Let's I'd, I'd throw an elbow into each and every one of their throats if I had the chance. All right, here we go. Let's Is go. That to, anger? Let's go to Tony in Melbourne. Tony in Melbourne, you're next up. You can't win. You ready, Tony? I'm ready. All right, here we go. I'm going to bring this question back from the old days. Name the four knights that killed Archbishop Thomas Beckett. Um, four of them. What if I name one of them? Four of them. Four. Um. How about your mom and her three boyfriends? Oh, I think it was your mama. No, no. And she has he six was, of them. He was only a duke. Who are they? 
They are Reginald Fitzurse, Hugh de Morville, William de Tracy, and Richard Brito. All right, now, uh, Giant Brian. Brito? Brito. <laughs> Giant Brian says, You can't win, hosted by You Can't Talk. <laughs> Shut it. Grow a better nose. Oh, God. Well, it looks like he's been in like 50 boxing matches. He has. Yes. He's... No excuse. <laughs> You're in Florida. Get a plastic surgeon. I see Nick. He's Nick going up. to kill you tonight. Don't care. <laughs> uh, I throw a cross in front of him. He's Jewish, right? What the hell's oh wrong God. with you? He's Jewish, oh. not a uh, vampire. Same thing in my book. <laughs> Come on. Behave. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Why do you just turn to Jerome and put up a cross? You moron. Well, I had onions. Stop. Worse hoots when you need her. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about the hatred that wakes him up? Uh, let's go to Jose in D- Dade City. You ready, Jose? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. Huh. Name the player drafted in the eighth round in the 1960 NFL draft by the Washington Redskins, but had his selection renounced later because they found out he was black. What? Matt Albert's boobies? I don't know. All right, no. I even know this one. Right or left? Ernie Barnes. Damn right. He's the one... Have you ever seen... Uh, you see, have you seen the beginning of Good Times? Yeah. You know that painting that comes up, Sugar Shack, at the end? Yeah. Ernie Barnes painted that. Oh, wow. Is, is Matt avoiding the fact that Tommy just got that? No, I'm not a caller, though. Yeah. He, doesn't he's mean my equal. That's why. That's why I think of uh, it. No, he's way above you. True. Don't even pretend. <laughs> I'm sorry. In everything in life, he's so much like higher than you are. But Except for height. Higher than everything but height. I can reach shelves. <laughs> That's what I got. Nothing up there I want anyway. <laughs> uh, let's go to Mike, the bungee jump joke guy in Orlando. You ready, Mike? Yeah, what up, you sad bitch? Let's go. All right, here, here it is. What, what was the release date for the movie The Facts of Life in the country of Denmark? I got 10 seconds. Yep. yep. All right, is the answer that Matt Albert's so fat my dog bit him and he died of high cholesterol? <laughs> You're yes. a perfectly good yes, question. Yes, you're a winner. And you can't win. No, I think he did. I think no. he got over on you. You yeah. guys don't know this one either? No. no. I've never heard. It's easy. What is what it? What is it? June 29th, 1961. Bob Hope was in it. All right, we got two more people on the line, <laughs> and then we're going to have to give up on you can't win. I would like it, Dubs. I like the idea of having maybe a million dollars. And seeing if we can get a million dollars. And if somebody can win. Uh, let's go to Marcus in Daytona Beach. You ready, Marcus? I'm ready. I like the angle of people just calling to you can't win to run down Matt. I like that. I think Mike they picked up. They, they have ten free seconds to say whatever they want. Yeah, from there, just so like... running them down. All right, here we go. You ready? All right. Yep, ready. Name the numbers in the 689th to 694th position. To the right of, of the decimal for the number pi. Uh, what is? I can't believe you guys do this on the air, and the hideout sucks. Is that the right? Is that the right answer? Close. Uh, he missed the seven. <laughs> uh, it's seven nine six eight nine. And you can't win, even though you didn't give an answer. You ass. And he went on hold for a while. Yeah, he was on, listening, he was listening on, to a show he obviously hates. He was on hold for 20 minutes to play a game. Yeah. All right, there it is. That's a lesson. You can't win. <laughs> Matt, did they? Did are, they win? Are you proud of yourself? I'm uh, elated. We still have all these prizes to give out. So? 
I'll take them. Yeah, I'll take a couple. All right, you did get some right. Okay, Tommy. Yes. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night, the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up, the open door policy. A lot of stuff planned for it. And also, too, giving away the uh, leftover for the sold-out Super Bowl of Motorsports tickets. We have uh, about three or four pairs that uh, we're ready to give to you this evening during the open door. Hottest ticket in town for tomorrow night at the Citrus Bowl. Um, minute too late, man. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, buddy? Oh, yeah, man. I want to play that I can't win game. All right, go ahead. What was your answer? Oh, uh, it's um, it's 796-892. Uh, uh, oh, dude, you're a minute too late. Damn, man. He was good, though. At least he tried. Unlike some of those guys. <laughs> Asses. Just a little bit too late. Now, Matt, I think a lot of the anger issues came out during You Can't Win, and part of the problems that you're having, probably getting sex, since you've never had it before as a 21-year-old virgin. What's sex? Yeah, exactly. Um, now, here's the thing a- you watch on your computer. <laughs> oh, that. It involves punching? Sometimes. Oh. That's only, like. that's only when there's love, though. <laughs> so... It's not always good, though, when you get a girlfriend or a wife. And uh, here is prime example A. I guess these ladies were interviewed on uh, the Today Show. Some survey about, I guess they're doing one of those things where what do girls want. Mm-hmm. And so they got together an Oprah crowd, essentially, where it's um, like a middle age, a bunch of kind of middle-aged women. I think it's the lowest... View. The lowest age was probably like maybe, maybe 28. Anywhere from 28 to 52, Ugh. probably. And not much diversity. There was one chick who I guess was a light skinned black woman. Look, I think they tried to mix it together. She looked like she was black and Asian. So they figured that. Oh, you was- killed two birds with one stone right there. I suppose. Save a seat. <laughs> so anyway, here she is. Uh, here they are. Talking about what women want. What's the stuff that most guys, whether it be your husbands or partners, again or again, don't get about what needs to happen in the bedroom? From my viewpoint, my stand in life, my position, my age, what I think that you don't get is that just because, you know, sex, you just can't come up and expect it to happen. If you've annoyed us during the day or you you've, haven't listened even though you know you say you have, or you've called, we've called you five times to discuss something real important, and you say I'll call you back, and it's not- stop right. calling. All right, here's the Leave thing. me alone. This is the oldest of the crew, and you'll hear she's the most jaded out of all of them. I'm sure. Now it's 12 o'clock at night, and you're still waiting for the phone to ring, mm. and then you come upstairs because you want to, you know, get close or get personal. Do you really think? Like, if you kick your dog, do you think your dog really wants you to pet it? I think two minutes probably still All right, just... hold on a second. I would have sex with my dog before I just have sex with you. I'd kick you and have sex with the dog. That's what I'd do. <laughs> here's, here's what's funny. So she basically said, um, not ignoring, but playing the game. Whenever your chick talks to you and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. What does that tell you? You know, it's like... So she equates that, the pretending to hear her, which every person does, man or woman, to kicking a dog. That's, I guess, to women. And I didn't even realize this. I've learned some. 
To women, if you pretend listen, it's the same as kicking them. So should you go ahead and just kick them? You know what? I would trade a nice kick to the breast for three minutes of me listening. And I'll legitimately listen if I can kick you in the breast. Now, look, here's the thing. I never, ever, ever, ever think you should hit a woman. Ever. If I, she asks for it? I just don't even believe in it. And then, then I don't know if she's into it. Mm. What if she talks? <laughs> I just said no. If she's breathing? Stop. What if she's already bruised? I already told you. What if stop. she says no? So, <laughs> oh, come on. Can you at least pretend to be human beings? Okay. But I just, I, I found it incredibly odd. Mm-hmm. That that's what they would equate not listening to the huh? abuse of an animal. Sex, right. where women, it's intimacy, it's passion, it's all these other things. You guys agree with that? Yes, entirely, entirely. I mean, I think the foreplay starts way before you hit the bedroom. Right. Yeah, and it's mental. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not a light switch. We right. Yeah. You. You know, if you're not, if you're not on and off, you have to be romanced, and there has to be a lead-in. It just it. has to be appreciated. Well, you just have to be treated like a human being. So they want to be treated like human beings. Princess. But they equate themselves to dogs. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is incredibly ironic. All right, 407-916-1041, I'm sorry, could you repeat again what the average weight of all these women were? I mean, some of them were hot. The one who did the majority of the talking was your typical overweight, upper-middle-aged woman. So why is she complaining then? She should be happy. Don't these older women have it bad, though, because aren't there men past their primes and they're just hitting it? They're hitting their primes, should I say? Because I thought women peak at, like, 38 or 40. And guys, Sexually? And, no, they, and guys are on the, body prime. I thought they, they peaked, like, in their early 30s. Yeah, I thought it was 30 like. to 38 or something like that. Okay, and then a guy peaks, he's done at 21, he's already on the downhill. Right. That bitch, the one in the clip, is the one that's 400 pounds wearing a belly shirt asking her husband, Do I look fat? And if he doesn't say no, then no, no, then he doesn't get sex. Like he wants to have sex with that cow. <laughs> Stupid bitch! I, you need to calm down, dude. Jeez. You need to calm There's down. There's some anger going on over there. You need to calm. You need to chill the hell out. My left side's tingly again. All right, Dubs. All right, you're sitting there with your chick, mm-hmm. and she's telling you about work. Mm-hmm. Are you listening? Mm-mm. Never. Here's the funny thing, too. Uh-huh, I've, uh-huh, I've, uh-huh. I've been there with Dubs when she calls and when we're in the office, and we're literally goofing around on MySpace, like doing something else, and he's kind of holding the phone away from his ear, and then occasionally bringing it back going, uh-huh, right, uh-huh, and then taking it back away again, just so we can continue what we're doing in the office. But And here's what's got to be the most aggravating, because I've even found it, too, lately. Where you're sitting there and you're having a conversation, and it's literally, yeah, uh-huh. And then the uncomfortable pause where you're waiting, or maybe they're waiting for more of a response. And then you have to go, what? <laughs> I didn't go, what? I'm like, no, you're so right. You're completely right on. <laughs> Why even go, what, and have, make them repeat? Because that just pisses them off even more. Just say, yeah, you're right. I can't argue with you there. You got it all figured out. <laughs> and then it just ends. <laughs> Paul in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Paul? Oh, yeah, you were just uh, talking about um, the the women that they well, – actually, I think one of the callers just said something about how they want to be treated a certain way. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it's people can't even operate their phones anymore. He sounded very smart, though. Stardust says chunks. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you finally do that with the callers, too? Mm-hmm. Chunks spoke for the people. Damn right, the fat cow bitch. Right, you eat her haggard dyes. And she can't eat the haggard dyes vanilla. No, it's got to be double chocolate. Because she's a friggin' princess. <laughs> What's your problem with princesses? Seriously. He prefers I, Prince. My no, head is, Corvette was great. I'm all Like some white now. rain on him. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to you play the clip one more time? Dude, just one more time. Leave your mic on. We'll all turn our mics off, we'll, uh, and you just you just play the clip and comment. Just touch yourself during it. <laughs> all right. What's the stuff that most guys, whether it be your husbands or partners, again or again, don't get about what needs to happen in the bedroom. From my viewpoint, my stand in life, my position, my age, what I think that you don't get yeah. is that just because, you know, sex, you just can't come up and expect it to happen if you've annoyed us during the day. Blah, blah, blah. You can't expect it to happen if you've annoyed us during the day. Oh, you left freaking scuffs in the floor. Oh, I'm you ain't getting sex. Like I'm a freaking prize. I don't see your fat ass on the swimsuit cover. Yeah. Oh, I can't say it because we'll get fired. Hold on, I gotta hit pause on this real quick to get it to play again. Or you, you haven't listened, even though you know you say you have, or you've called, we've called you five times to discuss something real. Why do you think you're gonna call your man five times, you whore? Because he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear you bitch and say it. A dog pooped on the freaking floor, and you got the wrong kind of milk. You got the wrong kind. You you got the skim when she wanted whole milk. And you just try to give her a subliminal note, but you can't tell her she's a fat ass because then you don't get sex. And you got to sit there at the high school looking at all the other age girls like a pervert. Yeah. I can't play this anymore, man. I'm shaking. Important, and you say I'll call you back, and it's now it's 12 o'clock at night, and you're still waiting for the. It's 12 o'clock at night because you're in a strip club where it's easy. They don't care. They don't want to talk to you five times a day. They don't want to talk. It's not about opening pink shoes and dresses that don't fit you. That's why it's simple. The phone to ring, hmm. and then you come upstairs because you want to, you know, get close or get personal. Do you really think, like if you kick your dog, do you think your dog really wants you to pet it? I think to men it's probably... Oh my God. Oh my God! You are a dog, you dumb bitch! I swear, you probably rather sleep with the dog and get slapped and get his knob bit off than stick it. I can't even say it, but you know where. You know where you'd want to stick it if she was hot. And not calling you five times a day asking about the lettuce if it's fresh or not. Alright? Oh. Oh. It's still just sex. Where women, it's intimacy, it's passion, it's all these other things. You guys agree with that? Yes, entirely. Entirely. I mean, I think the foreplay starts way before you hit the bedroom. Right. Yeah, yeah, it starts way before. Wait, when you wake up? Oh, I gotta be nice to your ugly ass without makeup, smell like dead fish, so I can sex with you later on. You stupid whore, shut it. Go to hell and burn your damn Oprah bus. I hope you all burn. You suck.
because we're all doing five. We need to be asked how we're doing 55. Okay? My eyes popping out. Do you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you? Oh, what's going on? They're calling me. They're not calling me. Why don't they love me? Because you're asking 50 times. Let them watch football with their pants off and a cold beer. And then let them throw the beer bottle at you if they want to every now and then. That's, that's, ah, oh my God. They're not having troubles right now. I am having troubles right now. I was an idiot. No! Come back to questions! Get the oil change yourself, alright? Get the food yourself! I have to pee. Alright? Clear out the damn toilet yourself! Don't make us do it! That's why, you fat cow! You have no ranking in society! You should be in a prison somewhere, locked up, so no one has to see your ugly ass bitch face with your dress from Dress Barn! Alright? Uh, uh, I was an idiot. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't. Ah, ow! I'm trying. I can't. There's so much more I want to say to you. But my hideously kept body isn't going to let me go on anymore. Alright, then we're going to have to take a break. It's not fair. It's so simple. Why are they doing reports on her? It's not him, you bitch! It's you! You're ugly! And that! He does not want to sleep with you! The only way he probably wants to sleep with you is because he's had so much beer to drown out all the phone calls that you're giving him! You are! I can't. I can't. Alright. It's the hideout. Real radio. 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We uh, just played a clip of women talking about getting sex in chunks. Uh, going off saying that was probably the chunks moment of the year. <laughs> I say his career. Good thing it's January. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he's going to top. He may as well quit now, Chunks. Have you calmed down? No. <laughs> I'm getting angrier and angry. I want to find her. Let's go to Smack Daddy here in the hideout. What's up, Smack Daddy? <laughs> Y'all need to have Chunks Baker acted for, for his own safety. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's time to lock you up, I, I, th- I don't think anybody would stop us. You no, know? you're right, Smack Daddy. Thank you, brother. Wow. Here's our buddy Destro. What's going on, Destro? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Yep. All right, bro. <laughs> I'm going to try to make this as quick, as quick as possible. But the thing about it, man, is women are, are extremely selfish. I mean, you listen to that lady talking about, you know, uh, us, you know, them talking to us and us saying we listen, you know, when we really didn't. But what they, what they fail to realize is that, you know, they want to talk to us at, at the wrong times, like, for instance, when the game is on. Mm-hmm. You know what, I'm what women don't realize about a game. And they don't want to talk about the game either. They want to talk about right. themselves during it. Exactly. What they don't realize about a game is when that game goes off, if we miss it, we won't see it again for another 10 years when it's on ESPN Classics or something like that. Right. You know, it's, it's not like when they watch one of their shows that's going to come on, like on Lifetime, that's going to be on the, again next week. Or MTV, you, know? you can watch it all weekend long again. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they fail to realize that. You know, so, I mean, if they would, you know, stop thinking about themselves all the time, stop worrying about us, 
you know, being in tune with, you know, their feelings and this and the third and kind of think about us, you know what I'm saying, put the shoe on, on their foot, you know, for a change, and they might realize you know, why we don't listen to them. You know what I'm saying? I got you, you know? Destro. Yeah, so they bring all that stuff on themselves, man. All right. Thank you, bro. All right, fellas. Agreed. Like when you're asking how your day was, we really don't care. It's, and just getting into specifics and, um, like telling me about certain things. What's worse than not laughing at their joke? You know, and then they're wondering why you're not laughing and you can't really say it wasn't funny. Well, it's not because, usually it's because, uh, I'll, I'll pretend laugh, mm-hmm. but I gotta hear the joke and I don't hear the joke because I'm not listening. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's even worse when you don't laugh because a lot of times they, they think it's funny, so they don't think that you weren't laughing because you didn't think it was funny. They think you're not laughing because you weren't listening. I uh, I wish I just had this with me at all times. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Mike in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Yeah, what up, man? I ain't going to pick on that album no more, but y'all got to put that. Y'all got to put that on the site to download that whole chunk segment right there. <laughs> right. Oh, because I stopped breathing like Matt Albert at a Chuck E. Cheese, dog. <laughs> no, man. It was... I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Now, what happened? What's the update on the podcasting? Because the hideout was supposed to begin podcasting this week. What happened? There was something screwed up on a website. It should be uh, Monday. It'll be all set up and fixed. Uh, talk with the tech people today. We got through all the technicality. You're not going to be on the air anymore? No, we'll still be on the air. Oh, well, I just hear other shows podcasting there on the air anymore. No, yeah. Well, at least I think we will be. Uh, but I say that's the first uh, podcast. That's the first thing put up there. That segment. Mike in Orlando was right. We're going to start calling him the anti-Matt. <laughs> he should, from now on, when you call up Mike, you just go by the anti-Matt. Because <laughs> I'm sure you're skinny, so it kind of probably works out, too. It doesn't sound skinny. <laughs> Sounds like a fat black guy. <laughs> what? Sounds like me. You're just talking to a phone to yourself? And his, his name is Mike, the same as my dad's, which makes, you know... Is his dad a big man? Does that sting a little bit more? Makes sense that he's making fun of me. I actually probably think that Matt's dad is probably in shape. He, he's like 6'4", maybe 250. That ain't bad. Bald. Not for 6'4". Not, not he's <laughs> a Vietnam vet, so he's angry. Is he yeah. really? Yeah. And how much have you seen him? Uh, a couple years. You wow. saw him at the movies once. You guys went to oh, a yeah. movie together, right? Oh, yeah. No, I was kind of surprised that he was. I didn't know. I just saw it was a big black guy coming towards me. I was like, oh, that's my dad. When he actually talked to me and said, oh, say hi to your mom for me. I was like, oh, you're my dad. No, that's not the way you told me the story. You said, it was so scary. I saw this big, huge black guy coming towards me, and I started getting scared. And then I realized that it was my dad. <laughs> That's exactly how you told it to me. Well, the movie theater was dark and was bald and wearing a big yellow shirt. I didn't know. Gang colors. You know they are. What gang? The R. Kelly gang? Yellow? What the hell? I, maybe. It's gonna gang Ar- I want a part of. Arnold in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Arnold? Hey, guys. How's it going? Love the show. Thank you, brother. Uh, I just want to talk about, uh, you know, give a little women a little tip as to why uh, we the reasons we listen to them, the reasons why we don't want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Just guys are pretty simple, stupid ladies. The only reason we're listening to you is because we're horny. Mm-hmm. If 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 we're not, then you really have nothing of interest that we care to hear. We'd rather talk with other guys. Well, no, there's other things like what's well, for dinner. 
Um, yeah. Never talk to your guy after he gets out of the shower because he probably ran a batch in there, and <laughs> he doesn't want anything to do with yet. I don't want anything to do with anything after I've uh, run one out. I just want to sit there, stare at a blank, blank screen, and... Uh, now, I'm a feminist, and I truly believe women are worth a lot, and I think they have a lot to teach us. Yeah, in <laughs> trade. <laughs> They're worth about three pelts. All right, they are the dominant... Beaver, be- beaver pelts. They're the dominant sex on this earth. I mean, you got to realize, I mean, there are more of them, the majority. They're not the dominant, but they're the majority. Mm-hmm. We're stronger, smarter, faster. We're like the bionic men. I- ironically, you're none of those. I'm smarter. <laughs> well, Name the four knights that kill Thomas Beckett. Can you? No, I'm smarter. Hmm. When was the last time um, you got some, Matt? About f- mm, five hours ago. And you're welcome. <laughs> the keyboard. Have you been going into my bedroom? I'm not going to say yay or nay. Tommy's shaking and said yes. I know you are because I come home and the door's open. Could be the draft of my fat ass going right there. <laughs> Could be peppers. What is he doing in my bedroom, Chunks? Uh, do you have a gold gym towel? No, that's mine. That's all mine. Well, I mean, he just says he goes in there and he just... I just rub it on everything. He, he does go in there and... <laughs> he shines your shoes with his gold towel. I guess he impersonates you and, like... I just go like this everything. everywhere. What did you want to say? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, and he does use your toilet for number two. I have noticed because the toilet sleep, uh, seat slips to the side now like some fat ass sat on it. You know, today it looked like uh, uncooked rice aroni. <laughs> My number two. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Alan and Longwood, you're in the hideout. What's up, Alan? Hey, what's up, fellas? Man, I hate to admit it, too, but you guys know, man, women are definitely smarter. They know what's in between them legs control everything we do. But they don't know that we can, once we have uh, drained ourselves, the switch is off for a while, and we don't care. That eliminates the power. Look, I can drain myself and still want to be with her or be with her and still go drain myself two minutes later. Yeah. But, I mean, just for that little time, we have the power back. For that brief 20 minutes of recharge time, we've got that power back. After running a batch? After running a batch, after uh, getting laid by them? When they want us to lay there with them? Let me ask you this, Debs, because you're the only one in a relationship right now. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy the company of your chick? Yes, I do enjoy the company of with her, but um, there are a lot of times where I don't want to talk, and she does. What does she want to talk about? I don't know. Because I'm not listening. Seriously, I have when I do not want to talk, I do not listen, not for a second. <laughs> is it TV? Is it work? Is it her family? Like, what's the most common All theme? All of it. I, uh, it. It goes through cycles. Sometimes it depends on what's going like on. Like Oprah, life. Oprah yeah. cycles. Yeah. They rule the world. So, what do you do when she's talking? Do you just like hum a song in your head? Or, or like... I don't think I, it's like the only off switch I know for my brain. And it's my some, girlfriend talking to me, and it's something about her voice too. The voice, yeah, I mean, the, is the, the voice, yeah, the voice triggers it, and I, I, I don't be racist. I'm, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. I have three of them a night. No, you don't. You, he's not a <laughs> a week. Actually, no, I, I refute that. I'm going to take it back. You know, why you, you get the, you get the, uh, the uh, lines for Hefe if I go over. I just say it when he's not around. 
true. Apparently in my room. <laughs> really loud. <laughs> All jumping on your bed. <laughs> Rubbing my towel everywhere. All right. Terrible towel. Just Ta- going like that. Bachelor, the batch rag. Coming up next, it's the uh, open door policy. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Friday night, and the heretics are here. It is the open door policy here in the Hideout, and it's your chance to be somebody if you want to come on up. 2500 Maitland Center Parkway, fourth floor of the Clear Channel Compound, and uh, we open up the doors so you guys can come hang out with us. A very busy uh, sh- uh, show for the next uh, hour or so for you guys, wrapping up the week for the hideout as usual. Um, all right. Now, we have a lot of stuff we have planned. Okay. Uh, let me go through the list here. Gibbs has a response song to Deuce Chill's song yes- uh, last week, which was... We got a little uh, battle going. Yeah. Um, so I-, I think it was... Uh, what was your song last week, Deuce Chill? The Intern is Gay? Yeah, to uh, Come Sail Away. I to, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I had no idea. Okay, so to, to I Sail Away or Come Sail Away or whatever. All right, so we have that for you. Also, too, we need to take suggestions for the Bowel Bowl. And I figure who better, which better people to talk to than the heretics when it's concerning the Bowel Bowl. Here's what's going on next week. Uh, Wholesale Furniture Market has given us a badass recliner to give away. And we're getting people qualified at a quarter past the hour, Monday through Thursday, 7, 15, 8, 15, 9, 15, 10, 15. Those qualifications will get you spots for Friday night show, 15-minute increments, essentially, from 7 to 7, 15, 7, 16 to 7, 30, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do on Friday is feed Matt Albert uh, food of your suggestion, which I'd like to open up to the floor now. And laxatives. And laxatives of your suggestion. When Matt Albert explodes, uh, depending on whose name is in that time slot, they are the, they are the winner of the third, out, uh, third annual hideout uh, bowel bowl. And, and they will win the chair from the wholesale furniture market. And they end up winning the chair. Now, some of you look disgusted. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a great time. Last year when he did this, I swear to God, no one used that uh, that stall at WJFK for about two or three days afterwards. It just he, he ruined that thing where it just lingered for days. Any suggestions for food? Now, what we did the past couple of years, we've gotten like a couple of those. Bomb 7-Eleven burritos mm-hmm. and mixed it with X-Lax. That seemed to work out pretty well. Um, Chick-fil-A John, do you have a suggestion for Matt Albert and what we could do for the uh, this year's Bowl Bowl? Uh, KFC's though is good. All right, so maybe some KFC. Come on. Uh, it, wasn't a race, on. it wasn't a racist thing. Uh, and Jeff. you know it's good. Come on. Popeyes, at least. How about the uh, Crystals? Crystals isn't bad. How about some weak old leftover Chinese food from a really sleazy restaurant? This isn't Fear Factor. I'm already going to be crapping. I mean, in a way, it is, though. It's whatever can give you the best. Uh, what's good with, like, what's real fibery? Come on, oh, Doogie Tarantino. What, what's a good one? No, I'm thinking fried okra. Ooh, fried okra is good. Or even, like, some Long John Silvers. I had some of that earlier this week. and it flushed it? Oh, boy, yeah. Strip club buffet will do the trick. That's actually not a bad one either. Go get that prime rib. A steaming bowl of menudo. All right, menudo is something that can definitely clear you out. 
right. Let me ask you, Matt Albert, out of everything we've thrown out, what would you like the most? Uh, the KFC. No, we caught that out. <laughs> Long John Silver's. Yes, Mr. Well, let's take it to Red Lobster, too. You know, we'll uh, make a good night of it. Sizzler. Some nice cheese biscuits. <laughs> There's a pizza restaurant down the street from my house that has a calzone, and I had some earlier, and I've just been making a mess all day. So you know what could be kind of I'll fun? I'll bring that in for what, you. Get cheese and bind them you up, You don't even need the laxative, honestly. Uh, now, here's what could be kind of fun. Sometimes we'll go to a local uh, burrito place mm-hmm. that has um, colored chips. Oh, oh. oh. And the chips, in turn, make the uh, evacuation colors. Yeah. Mm. I am kind of leaning toward that. Just a nice burrito from there, including the chips and the uh, and the exolots. You want it to look like Skittles, don't you? Taste the rainbow. Uh, yeah, you have, you have a suggestion over there? Uh, what's your name again, brother? Name's Joe. Oh, what do you got, Joe? Uh, make sure you have a whole bunch of hot sauce. Just some really, really, really hot sauce. Usually you want it to burn. Green hot sauce, too. I hate hot sauce. Yeah, how about and we'll mix in a nice habanero? Oh. That sounds... Bizarro Jesus, your idea? Yeah, let's go ahead and actually add to the hot sauce and just have them take chaser shots. Of hot sauce, olive oil, soy sauce, whatever we can just randomly toss into the mix. Just, just a bunch of different condiments. Now, here's the question. Here's the question. Because we found this out the hard way the last couple of times we've done the Bow Bowl. It obviously takes a little while to get this going. To be fair, you know, to the people who get a, uh, a spot in the 7 o'clock hour, what time should he eat this meal? Well, I think he should eat the laxative around 5 and then start eating right at 7. Right, will that work? Mm-hmm. Or do you think he should eat at 5 and then no, laxative around Because uh, laxative on an empty stomach, and then you start adding the food to it to push it through. I'm worried, will he actually make it to 7 o'clock? Yeah, he'll make it. Yes, Zeppelin. What kind of laxative are you guys going to be using? Hey, I was throwing it out to you guys. Well, my suggestion is, is while he's eating, they make a certain laxative called magnesium citrate. And what it's, what it's used for is it's for preoperative, for lower gastrointestinal, if they're going to do gut surgery, and it cleans you out. It makes it spick and span in there. Now, where can you get it? You can get it at CVS Pharmacy. Oh, nice. It's very, it's very easy to get a hold of. Make him, yeah, make him, it comes in two flavors, cherry and lime. The lime Mine kind of tastes like margarita. Why don't we have him drink it while he's eating the burritos? <laughs> you hear what he said? No grape. Uh, no orange. Right. Got slice flavor. <laughs> All right. So this is what we got planned for you next week. I'd like for it to happen during the open door in the 10 o'clock hour. I'd love for you just to rush out of here. And, it will be a rush. And uh, make it just. I say he has to go in his pants. Oh, no. What happens here? No. No. Diaper? Diaper? <laughs> what? That's for last night. What did uh, I say? You attacked me for no reason. Oh, sock mouth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I like the idea of a diaper. Let's just take it to a... Hey, it's the third annual Bow Bowl. Let's just take it to another level. Look like a... That big baby bear on, uh, on Looney Tunes. Heretics all in favor of diapers, say aye. Aye. All opposed? The no. ayes pass. <laughs> you lose, sucker. <laughs> so, all right, now that we have official business out of the way, by the way, uh, hereticshideout.com and also the form on there, uh, hideoutheretics.net. So that is out of the way, and I'm happy about it. Now, let's move on to the second round of business here in the hideout. Um... 
and it's a little awkward. Why? Because it's CJ and Jake the Mechanic, who uh, the former couple. This is Jake the Mechanic. Well, we were supposed to give her a date tonight to take to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. We had a whole dating game set up, <laughs> and it's going to be kind of hard to play when you're here. Yeah. This is Jake the Mechanic. Uh, he's actually, yeah. he's actually here, so he can speak for himself. Um, and the funny part about that is, um, that was originally my ticket to go. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. So you're winning his ticket. Is there anybody who is here specifically to try to win the date with CJ? Did anybody come up to do that? This or? is Jake the Mechanic. <laughs> All right. So Lester, Matt Albert, I know you wanted in on this. Sure, I'll go for it. And is it would any uh, maybe Jimmy Jam or somebody else want to get in on the mix? Yeah, that'll just get everyone in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe maybe you guys can uh, decide who wants to date who. Um, all right, Dubs, what was the other thing we had? Oh! And the stunt with uh, Gibbs. Gibbs also wants some tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports, so he decided he's going to do a stunt where he is going to blindfold himself and do a self-inflicted uh, clothesline with Matt Albert and his uh, and his hand sticking out. What do you mean? What are you shaking your head no for, Misfit Matt? It's not violent enough. Okay, it's incredibly we'll, violent. We'll find out when he does it. I got tax strips in the uh, we'll put them down behind <laughs> Matt Albert's arms and hurt him bad. It's never good enough. All right, now, um, but before we get to any more of that, I do have to wonder for a second, what's up with the chicks and the fishnet and the uh, yeah. pirate outfits? Uh, oh, and the Soul Brother and Gomer are here. Uh, the Gasparilla. newest. I'm Nomi, by the way. Uh, Gasparilla is coming up tomorrow, and it's in Tampa Bay. It's the uh, anniversary of the Pirates taking over Tampa Bay. Everyone dresses up like pirates, and it's basically our Mardi Gras. Okay. Beads for boobs. Who has beads? So you guys, right, so this is the big deal. Are you pirates? or oh, Come on over and get back on the mic. We uh, actually brought some booty for everyone. Yeah. What is it? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. All right. All right. We'll chat with you more in a second. Um, we'll find out what exactly is going on. And we'll find out where you're hiding your beads. Right. All right. Are we all set? What do we want to do next, J-Dubs? Do we want to do Gibbs a stunt? Or yeah, do let's, we... do, let's do Gibbs a stunt and uh, let them get ready to do whatever they need to do. Why don't we do the game like this as far as the dating game goes? Because I think this could be fun. Because with CJ Herrichick, who's just gorgeous. And the mechanic. We had it so it was going to be three people. Yeah. Okay. How about we do this? How about the contestants are Lester, Matt Albert, and Jake the mechanic? So that if Jake wins, so that if Jake wins, we're kind of getting them back together because they were the it hideout couple. I'll torque you nuts for free. We, you guys, were the ones that everyone was looking to. That we're going to really, you know, have the first hideout baby and everything. So maybe we'll look at it like that. Or maybe we can just have TL hop in and it's just going to be a great jungle fever kind of yeah. nice, you know, ebony and ivory thing going on. All right, let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Heretics here on a Friday night out the door. Thank you to the stars of SBK Live for the wonderful read for the uh, Super Bowl of Motorsports as the Soul Brother and uh, Gomer are here. All right, uh, before we, uh, Giant Brian had an idea of to just of just to auction off uh, CJ in front of uh, Jake the Mechanic and then have 
then you need to have her voluntary feel a guy up in front of him. So, I like auction her off to black guys, a little bit of reverse thing. Reparations, as I call it. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Now, first, though, before we do anything else, uh, Gibbs is stunting. Now, Gibbs, get on the microphone over here, because we got these uh, last pair of tickets for the Super Bowl of Motorsports. And what do we have, like, I think we got, like, seven of them. And how many friends did you want to take with you? Six. No. All right. At, at most, I'll give you three. All right. So you have three. You have two other friends you want to take with you to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. All right. What's your idea? <sighs> to run into Matt Albert's sizable arm. All right. So you want to do a self-inflicted clothesline? But that's him, like, with that head. Like, that's him going against like a baby arm. <laughs> I mean, look at the size of that thing. Does that hat even fit? Um, so what do you want to do it? Do you want to, how are you going to do it? Are going to blindfold yourself? Yeah, 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 I'll just blindfold myself. Are you going <laughs> to, all right, so Matt, why don't you stand out here? Let's clear a little room behind me. First, I want you to calm down a little bit, Gibbs. You're, uh, you're a little bit too excited right now. Where do you want to go do it? Out in the hallway? No, I said we just do it in here. Yeah. I said we just do it right here. All right, all right now you were going to, oh, weren't you going to do it with your pants off? Oh. All right, you know what? I like this. I like this. I actually, everybody, come back over here. Yeah, clear out the lane. If you want to get behind me, that's cool. Ew. And we're gonna clear out the lane. The lane on that side behind Dubs. I don't have a button on my boxers. I don't really care. You're the one that said you wanted to do it in your underwear. Black man devours 100-pound Dubs uh, had his dong flopping during the... Uh, yes, I did. Taint. All right, here's the way I think you should stand, Matt. I think you should be over here on this side of the hideout, closest to the uh, green room. Stand this way and stick out your left arm. Remember, lean into it. Okay. Gibbs, take your glasses off. I thought you were going to go blindfolded. I'll cover my eyes and my... <laughs> now, you can't cover you can't your, your junk. junk. You can't cover your junk. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Will your fat head, can you pull that hat down over your fat head? Or pull the shirt over top of it. I can do that. That'll work. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, well, hold on. Oh, the pirate girls have... Uh, Hey, yeah. Ooh, you, give us the two eye patches. That's an even better idea. Yeah, good, good idea. Yeah, those are gonna be stretched out now. Yeah, sorry, they are gonna be a lot bigger. Okay, here you go. I right, put the eye patches on. All right, do we have the video camera for this one, Chick Fil A, John? I want this on video. I definitely want this one to be on video because I think this is one that'll be a hit. If we want to turn up the lights a little bit, yeah, Deuce Chill. Is he not taking his pants off? Now, apparently, he doesn't want to take his pants off. So the pants off isn't going to happen. Sorry. All right. Now, this you have to do, for each one you do, you get one ticket. So if you only survive one, you're going alone. Just make a fist at the last second. Can you see anything? No, like, I think I'm going to trip over those chairs, probably. Yeah, good. let's let's actually clear out all the chairs. No, I mean, it's they're good. Yeah, and Dubs can Dubs is just moving over, so we're okay. It looks like the fly. He's all, he's all flied up. All right, guys, stop going in and out of the door. How fast am I going to run? As fast as you can. 
Yeah. Dead sprint. Misfit Matt producing, and he's and Misfit Matt is right on it. Kind of put stick your hand out to the side so that you know you're running along the wall. Okay? Now, Matt Albert, who I would say is probably about 13 feet away, has his fist against the wall so that Gibbs can run into him. Are you ready, Gibbs? Be somebody, Gibbs. All right, Gibbs, be somebody. Are you ready? I'll, I'm going to say, somebody hold this phone. Zip up your zipper, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going I'm to say, on your mark, and you have to run as fast as you can. Okay. You can't half-ass it. And you got to run You got to run upright, all right? I'm going to say, on your mark, set, when I say mo, you go. On your mark, get set, mo. No, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That was awful. That was awful. Yeah. Why do you run? Yes. I, hold on. Misfit Matt has an idea. You want me to steer him along for you, Hefe? So he goes a little faster. All right. Here's what I like. I want you to steer him along, but in the last four feet, back up and just let him go. So if he falls back. Misfit Matt always helping out. All right. Let's try it again. Hey, all right, Matt, uh, Gibbs, put your arms to your side. Misfit Matt will steer you. When he lets go, run. All right? On your mark, get set, mo. Oh! All right, now that one worked. Yeah, that was a good one. You can't win. That was that was a complete. That was a complete. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, we have a pothole now, uh, the size of Gibbs's head here in the studio. All right, Gibbs, you got two more to do. You get one ticket. Here you go. There's, I'll go ahead and give you the tickets as we go. So here is your one ticket. Come here. Gibbs, here's your one ticket. Uh, row BB, seat 25, all right? I need another one. Well, you got to do another clothesline. Go. All right. Be a man, dude. What are you doing is phone. Go. I doing spalling, guy. All right, it is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is the open door policy. All right, put the eye patches on. We don't have that much time. We got a lot to get to tonight. All right, put the eye patches back on. Yeah, are, is your arm okay? And you stop to think about your yeah. arm. Be careful with it. Don't hurt your arm, please. Okay. Let's go, Gibbs. We don't have all day. No! It's like he's answering the phones again. Yeah, it only... Yeah. Call your dad if you don't... It literally is a 13-foot sprint. And he's out of that... He's that much out of breath. It's the Hideout Royal Radio 104.1 Open Door Policy. The intern trying to earn his tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. All right, here we go. For his second ticket, here is his second clothesline. He's being led by Misfit Matt. You ready, Gibbs? He's ready. On your He's mark, ready. get set, mo. Ah. Go. 
That wasn't... All right, that time... Don't touch me. That time, instead of a clothesline, Matt just went ahead and dipped his shoulder and got a nice uh, middle linebacker tackle in on him. All right, we need to do one more. Come on. Gibbs. Gibbs, unless you wanted to stop with two. Gibbs, unfortunately, I don't have any seats together, so... That was in row BB. Here's a... Here's a seat, uh, section 109, row Q. You enjoy that. So here's a second ticket for you and your friends. I'll just put it over here. All righty. Are you ready for your third ticket? Everybody cheer on Gibbs. 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 Alright, here we go. It is the final run. Running of the fathead. Self-inflicted clothesline, blindfolded. Um, for the tickets to the Super Bowl Motorsports. And on your mark, get set. Mo. Go, Gibbs, go. <laughs> Matt Albert that time stuck his foot up. Matt stuck his foot up and kicked him. You can't win! And kicked him in the chest. I can't believe you guys foot that high. I thought Yokozuna died. Gibbs, congratulations. You've won your third ticket to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. This third ticket... Is in section 217, row EE. Lucky. So your friends will be spread out. You and your friends will be spread out between sections 109, 219, and 217. Congratulations, Gibbs, going to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Gibbs, the intern, is gay. Incredibly gay, yet he claims he's straight. If he's straight, I'm gay. And I mean that in the kindest way. He's not fooling anybody, but he still tries. Maybe he's just hiding from that Asian guy. And I hope that the Asian guy doesn't know English. <laughs> because he's sitting in the room. Alright, that was part of Deuce Childerone's, um, the beginning of the music what battle. A great, that's a great song. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, and the heretics are here at the very least. Let's get it. 
right, Gibbs was going to answer to that in his own song about Deuce Show. I guess we'll do that here in a little bit. He's got to go get his guitar. Oh, oh wow. A live acoustic. Yeah. yeah. Some of that great. And he's a drummer, too, so it should be really Bad. great. Bad unplugged. Yeah, it should be great. Okay, so coming up is... Uh, what are we doing now, Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout? Where are we going to in the open door here in The Hideout? Well, I'm sure everyone uh, wants to uh, auction off CJ. So uh, we could get to that. It's all this set up and ready to go whenever you guys are ready. Okay, so this is a chance to win a date with CJ uh, to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Now, who are our contestants, uh, Chunks? We have TL. And I forget, actually, a young lady wanted to do it. I forget, what's your name? Nomi. All right, Nomi, TL, and who's the third contestant? Matt Albert. And Matt Albert. So TL is number one, Nomi or, or whatever is number two, and uh, we got Matt Albert at number three. This is Jake the Mechanic. <laughs> All right, so Chunks, uh, how is the game going to work? It's going to go, I guess, like the uh, dating game. CJ is going to ask a question, and all three of the contestants will answer it. And uh, I guess at the end, she decides which one she liked the best, and that's who's going to go to the Super Bowl of Motorsports with her tomorrow. Uh, how many questions? Because we're so short on time already. Uh, we could shorten them up. Uh, I think we have 13 or 14. Wow. Yeah, let's yeah. just do uh, go down to five. All right, five questions. I don't even know if we have that kind of time. Well, we'll start off with five. We'll whittle down as it goes. All right, here we go. Here's the first question from C. Do we have dating game music at the very least? Sweet. All right, here we go. <laughs> Here is the question from CJ to go to the Super Bowl Motorsports with it. Alrighty. Um, if we were making Whoopi, what machine would you be? Okay, if we were making Whoopi... <laughs> what, what does that mean? What machine? I don't know what that who, means either. It makes no sense. Who wrote that? Right, now, <laughs> that here, guy. Now, here's what's funny. <laughs> if you've ever seen the dating game, that's exactly what the questions are. So, if... CJ? Maybe what machine would you be like? I don't know. Maybe that would... Yeah. All right. So here we go. We'll first go to Matt uh, TL. TL, if you were making Whoopi with uh, CJ, what machine would you be like? Well, uh, let's go with the uh, oil pump. Uh, oil pump. He's going to go a piston. All right. He says he'd be like a pi- Ben Wallace. He says he'd be Ben Wallace. Uh, Nomi, uh, if you were going to be a machine, what kind of machine would you be if making Whoopi with CJ? A washing machine. All right, washing machine. I think that's a girl thing where you get on top and you're rattling around. That's a, and she's wiggling her tongue. So that's like a washing machine. I guess. I have never seen what goes on inside one, so I suppose. Matt Albert, what kind of machine would you be? I'd I be, say vending machine. I'd be. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'd be a jackhammer because I leave a deeper hole than when I began. All right. Oh. Oh. All right, here we go. We're going to have to go with three questions. Here we go. Next question in the dating game with uh, CJ and the highlight on Road Radio 104.1. All right, CJ, what's your question? How good are you with cars? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a reference to the ex, Jake the Mechanic. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll just move on. Let's yeah, do a next question. Let's do next question. <laughs> What's your favorite position? All right, favorite position. We'll go with TL. TL, your favorite position. Uh, I think that'll be uh, tight end. All right. Oh, <laughs> nice. I see a little double entendre. Uh, Nomi, favorite position. 
I'm going to have to go with girl on top because that's pretty much all we could do. All right, girl on top. Uh, scissors. <laughs> How about that? A nice round of scissors. Bumping? And uh, Matt Albert, your favorite position? Barely breathing with me with me with a hammer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you messed that one up. Just how I get that. Stumbles McGruff. Okay. <laughs> All right. And now for the final question. Um, it's a hideout dating game with CJ to go right. to the Super Bowl Motorsports with her. Here we go, CJ. <laughs> In a German accent, describe my best feature. Oh, boy. <laughs> In a German accent, describe CJ's best feature. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll go ahead and go to uh, TL. TL uh, in, in, in a German accent. Go ahead, go, TL. TL. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> uh, this is horrible. Uh, let's say uh, uh, for the father line, something like that. All right, know. for the father line. <laughs> All right, uh, Nomi, do you? Your eyes. All right, she she said your eyes. And um, now let's move on to uh, to Matt Albert. I can't believe this is going to be the decisive question in German. Name name her uh, name off her best feature. Zigheil? What? Oh, it's all I know. It's all I know. It's all I know. It's all I know. People are clapping for it. I don't know. That's, that's even crazier. They're, they're waiting I, for it to come back. I don't even agree. Oh, yeah. All right. One Stop. Oh. We'll take a break. BFA. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And we'll find out who CJ has picked in the hideout dating game. And also we'll get Gibbs' answer to the own. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Friday night in the Hideout. Heretics are here, wrapping it up last segment of the week. Longest week ever, Dobes? You know, it went fast at first, and then it just went to a screeching halt like Wednesday. Can you yeah. believe Sid was here Monday? It seemed like two oh, weeks Christ. ago. Oh, Christ. You're right. I didn't even realize. And I took the biker course this week and passed. Uh, Were we in the paper this week or last week? This, this week. week. Jesus, man. And Matt Albert paid a million dollars for a cab instead of rent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, why'd you have to bring I was having a good time until you bring that up. Yeah, but he's been looking for jobs all week. Oh, boy. No, he hasn't. <laughs> I know it pisses you off, but it brings me, Dubs, and Chuck such great joy. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So here we are wrapping up the hideout for the week. Um... Do we want to go ahead and uh, announce who CJ has picked to go with her to the Super Bowl of Motorsports? Yeah, let's do that. CJ, do you have a do you have a winner? Yeah, I have a winner. Uh... <laughs> All right, I get... slim pickings, huh? Yeah. Now CJ is a hair chick. You can see her picture on HairTickSideOut.com. She's also in my top eight on MySpace. And um, uh, just gorgeous. I think twenty years old. She likes rock and roll. She likes motorsports. She's a cool and she chick. likes moving on. <laughs> and her, uh, her ex-boyfriend, Jake the Mechanic, who's a great hair tick, and I'm glad, it really does make me happy that we didn't lose either one of you two over this breakup, and you guys yeah. are still good friends. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that we won't piss one of you off and have you move on. Uh, yes, Deuce Chill. I've decided to throw myself in as a wild card if she's interested. <laughs> Are you the queen? Is that the wild card? or? No, I'm not the queen. It's a jack. All right, here we go. Let's, uh, CJ, who have you picked to go with you to the Super Bowl of Motorsports tomorrow instead of your ex-boyfriend? I'm the queen. J- Jake the mechanic. <laughs> um, 
I picked Matt Albert. Yeah! <laughs> you can win. <laughs> he poses the least threat. I figure the worst he could do is sit on me. Aww. So. <laughs> I'll be laying on you later. <laughs> uh, all right, now, um, everybody in the room here can at least, let's have Matt Albert and Jake the Mechanic stand up side by side and see what say, CJ had and is now moved on to. <laughs> hey, I had no choice. Wow. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> all right, uh, yes, Heretic Zeppelin. I think we've been lied to by CJ because in order for her to pick Matt Albert, she had to have three tickets. <laughs> we may have to give her an extra one so that he has somewhere to sit. I haven't been, to, I haven't seen an event at the Citrus Bowl yet. Are they actual seats or? <laughs> Does she know that she has to buy him food there too? <laughs> she got to pick him up. <laughs> Hot dogs, popcorn. I'll throw, I'll throw him in the back of the truck. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, um, all right, I hope you have an extended bed then. Good luck. <laughs> all right, here we go. Now it's time to uh, wrap do I, up. Do you want Gibbs to do idea song? Or it's, now, the, uh... it's now time for Gibbs to do his answer song to Deuce Childerone's song last week, The Intern is Gay. Gibbs, you're here in the uh, you're in Chunks' cage. You have your acoustic guitar, and you're ready to respond to uh, Deuce Chill. <sighs> Gibbs, who by the way was also a winner last week. We'll turn our when are you are you gonna be ready? Are you ready? That's for that clothesline. Alright. You gotta turn the mic on, uh, idiot. Am I on phones again? Uh, we, uh, at a way in turn. I'm winded. You're an idiot, just play. Alright. Alright, we're gonna turn our mics off here in the studio so that uh, we can hear you. Alright, here's Gibbs' answer to Deuce Chill's song, The Intern is Gay. The song is called Darone wax it to men's digest. Darone, he wrote a song about me. He said that I was gay, but that's okay because Darone, you're creepy and you freak everyone out. What the hell are you talking about? A picture of Matt Albert. Part. I need I need finger snapped on the beat, please.
right, Tommy just ran in there and hit him with a chair. Hey, Gibbs, that was great. Where did you write it? A Planned Parenthood? Oh, boy. My guitar skills are up to par. And... I'd rather heard this. Worst song ever. Just the scrape of a hanger. Oh, oh. my God. All right, so there it is. And, um... Congratulations to Great song to rape a baby to. That's, uh, what the hell? That's the only use for it. All right. Uh, congratulations to Daron, who actually won in a song battle. He's now 1-0. Yeah. Unfortunately, Woo! I think all this is going to do is encourage uh, uh, Gibbs to write even more songs. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the week for us. I want to thank you guys. Uh, the Heretics once again coming through. HereticsHideout.com. I want to remind you guys that we are going to be doing a, uh, a uh, tournament, the Gamer Bowls, coming up this Sunday at the uh, movie stop on Kirkman Road in Orlando. That is a uh, Madden PS2, uh, Madden 06 PS2 tournament with Pizza Hut and Wing Street. So uh, that's from noon until 3 coming up uh, on this Sunday. Who wants these tickets to the Super Bowl Motorsports? Anybody come up here who didn't have tickets? Zeppelin, did you want tickets so that you could go to the Super Bowl Motorsports? I'd like to have some. You can't win. Oh. Does anybody not want them, and then I can give them to you instead? Um, all right, Zeppelin, I, I tell you what, you can have tickets as well. Here you go. You're a winner. Congratulations for being a, the craziest heretic that we have. And um, But anyway, thank you guys very much. It's a very good week here in the hideout. Make sure you stay tuned with uh, heretics.hideout.com, also the hideout page on realradio.fm. Check out SBK Live tomorrow uh, from 7 to 10. And, of course, uh, Drunky is going to be at Mako's after his stunt at the Super Bowl Motorsports. Russ is out at Latitudes tonight. Get out there with him, uh, downtown Church Street. We'll be back Monday. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips file in the afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a nice man. Shut up. Stop it, you weak, you baby. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up.
did. Five thousand. 